gentlemen, welcome to the Exceptional Scribble Show. This is episode 92, and we're starting a little later than we first planned, but to my understanding, the State of the Union address and so many interesting things took place. So, you know, sometimes you have to kind of draw back and, and, and reflect, and then you can advance forward. So at this time, we're advancing forward and launching tonight's show But we're going to begin tonight's show with a time of social consciousness, preservation. Yes, we want to enhance the minds tonight. We want to stimulate the minds tonight. We want to heighten your consciousness level. Wherever the consciousness level is right now, it needs to climb up. It needs to rise to a higher height, and therefore we're going to have some time now and just allow music to minister to us, to minister to our minds, our bodies, our spirits, our souls. And this type of music is called soulful music or neo-soul because the message is food for the soul. So I want you to enjoy soul food tonight. We're going to have a few minutes of this, and then after that we're going to Go right into the exclusive interview. I have an awesome artist on the mic, a word for the day guru, by the name of Scott Young. He is the host of T&L Radio. He has a show which is entitled Pull Your Pants Up, Put Down That Nine. We're talking about the nine millimeter. Put down the nine and let's have a good time. It's all about educating your mind. And... The next sounds you're going to hear are songs of freedom, and these songs are by various inspirational artists. Enjoy. I'll be back. This is Fran the Sage Poet, host of the Exceptional Scribble Show.
All right, all right, all right. <laughs> yeah.
All right, all right, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Exceptional Scribble Show, episode 92. And for for tonight's show, we are honored to have for our feature artist in the spotlight, none other than Scott Young. He is truly an artist to the core. This man is soulfully poetic. He is otherwise known as the Word for the Day Guru. Yes, I repeat, the Word for the Day Guru or Guru. One thing I guarantee you is this. Once you hear this artist, you will be inclined to hear him again and again. He is the host of Pull Up Your Pants, Put Down the Nine, and Let's Have a Good Time. Put Down the Nine Millimeters. This message is going out to all of those people. And I'm referring to not a specific group or race, but all mankind who preference shooting over coming together and reasoning. When you take the life of another man or even of an animal and it's unwarranted, meaning it's not self-defense or you're not taking the life for sake of you need fur from the animal to keep warm. You need the meat so that you don't starve. I'm talking about those out there that are just having a... Heck of a field day targeting other living people, animals, other living creatures, and isolating them for target practice. This is not good. This is not justified behavior. It is unjust. It is wicked when you take the life of an innocent and it's not done in self-defense. Ladies and gentlemen, this show is about raising awareness, heightening the consciousness level of everybody. It doesn't matter what your age is. It doesn't matter what gender you are because we all need our consciousness, our social consciousness level to height. Because maybe it's at the level it should be. Maybe it's at a safe level in one aspect, but it's not at a safe level across the board. We've got to change things, ladies and gentlemen. And it starts from within every woman, man, boy, and girl. 
It starts in the mind. When your mindset is right, you will be righteous in your living. Your decision-making will advocate justice. I'm going to stop right there because it is not my feature tonight. I am honored to have Scott Young with me tonight. And I hope that everyone tuning in is prepared for a true enlightenment experience tonight. Brother Scott Young literally died. Yes, you heard me correct. He was pronounced dead. And it was not his time to remain dead. And therefore, his maker, the Almighty, saw fit to raise him up from the dead. So this brother has a message for those of you whom are willing to hear it. And I guarantee you, once you hear his testimonial, you'll understand why it is so necessary that you not take life for granted. And what I'm going to do now is turn the spotlight off of the Exceptional Scribble Show host, Fran the Sage Poet, and I'm now turning it on to the Word of the Day Guru, a true master artist, a true spiritual man, a true community helper and community leader, a brother that is working with youth, troubled youth, and youth whom are in need of guidance, youth, some of which whom have joined gangs in the city of New York and the police can't seem to reach them. The police task force is having difficulty helping them to transition out of that gang life. Brother Scott is on the front lines, ladies and gentlemen, as a community helper and a community leader. He extends himself on a voluntary basis and does it from his heart of hearts because he believes he was brought back to life to help these young African-American males, young Latina males, young Italian males, young males whom are on the wrong path, to help them get off the wrong path and to help them refocus so that they can get on the right path. So it is indeed a true honor tonight for me to have the pleasure of interviewing Scott 
young ladies and gentlemen. He is truly a king indeed, a king in his own right, and he is a key player in this world today whom is a social community activist, a key player who speaks with his hands and his feet. He is an action man, and it is his heart's desire to save as many inner-city youth as he can. It doesn't matter whether you're male or female. His heart is to help you help yourself, to help you turn around if you're going in the wrong direction and to get on the right path and go in the right direction to fulfill your destiny. So without any further ado, ladies and gentlemen, I'm presenting to you on the platform of the Exceptional Scribble Show for Episode 92, our feature artist, brother, friend, and king, and fellow literary artist, Scott Young. Welcome to the Exceptional Scribble Show, Scott. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, <laughs> after an introduction like that, I don't even know what to say. Um, wow. You summed it up for me, friend, and um, I'm, I'm very appreciative of it. And um, My pleasure. I, I'm, I'm very honored for you to have me on the show, to host the show once again, um, mm-hmm. because I truly enjoy it. And this is where all the master poets and scribes are. You know, this is where they hang out. You know, my show is good, you know, for your 15 minutes of fame. But um, other than that there, you know, <laughs> this is where it's happening. And I love this session of Scribble Show. I love the, the aura and the spirituality that y'all got you know, and that y'all give out. So we just, uh, we're going to have a good time tonight. Um, I'm here, as Fran said, I'm here to help anybody that I can, the best way that I can. And it's just, um, like she said, you know, God gave me an abundance of gifts, not just one. He gave me a sharp mind. He gave me um, art. I can draw. I can write poetry. I can cut hair, you know. I'm a master of, of of a lot of things, but I'm I'm a jack of all things, but a master of none. And like Fran said, you know, I was out there and things went crazy, and I lost my life, and uh, it wasn't my time. And um, I was still being hard headed and not following what God was guiding me to do. Because a lot of people don't want to say it, but God guides you. And long as you follow what he has for you to do, everything else is going to be all right. It's, all, it's only when man or woman feel like they they can come around and change things to be better than what God's telling them to do when everything goes topsy-turvy. So you have to learn to listen to that little voice to tell you not to go around that corner, not to go to that party not to do that, not to say that. You have to start listening to what God's telling you because it's there for a reason, and he tells you that for a reason. And my whole thing is like, you know, we 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 as people, human beings, we feel like we can do it better. You know, 
we feel that we can always take that next little step or whatever. We don't need no guidance, and that's what our pride and arrogance will undo us every time. And um, I'm here to tell you, you know, like friends said, uh, the youth, they need me. Because, see, I know what they've been through. Uh, anything that I speak on or that I, I voice is something that I've experienced personally. I'm not telling you something somebody told me or somebody else experienced it. I can tell you that. And people know when you're telling them the truth, so they'll listen more intently, you know. And um, just on my, I was watching a Christian show with my fiancé the other day, and they had a little Bootsy's cousin on there from New Orleans, and he was like, you know, he was telling how in the rap game, you know, people was really approaching them and making them come on with it. You rapping about busting that pistol, you rapping about being a gangster and a big-time boxer and fighter, you're going to have to represent that. You know, and most people don't realize that, you know, it's not all about what what, what you think it is. You know, it might look um, real nice on TV or whatever, you know, but it's really things like that happening in the street because people's mentality is not on par. You know, this is how they live. You know, th- this is what it was. And this dude was like, since he was 11 years old, he was in the streets. And uh, he went he went to jail for a crime he didn't commit. And he got out and, 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 and was out there doing crazy things. So, and then he said just the second time he got locked up, he just – went to God, and he, and he asked God just to help him. And other people start rallying around. You see, when you got that magnetism and you got that realness about yourself, people want to be around you because some That's people right. don't have the the self-motivation or self-esteem to, to, to do what you do. And sometimes they want to be around you and hope some of that rub off on them. So we, we have to be – we have to – Walk that walk as we talk that talk, you know, and me and my fiance, we've gotten more into our spirituality with the Bible and, you know, consciousness because we know, and I'm going to tell you, we're going to be the next power team besides Obama. <laughs> I promise you. That. First Lady Michelle, okay. <laughs> and, and if it would have been anybody else, Obama might get in trouble if I said another name. <laughs> but you know, um, we 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 learn to communicate. See, that's what's wrong. Like I say all the time, communication rules the nation, and we have to realize that you have to communicate. If you don't communicate, then nothing's going to be reciprocated. Nobody's going to understand you. And somebody said something today that was so profound. They said that text messaging, a lot of things that go wrong is when you're texting and you think you done did the text the way you wanted to and it came out crazy on the other end and you mm-hmm. don't even know it. And you wondering what what, what, what person mad about or, or what you done said and, and, and everything is just wrong, you know. Mm-hmm. So we have to start communicating. We have to pick up the phone. Stop mm-hmm. all the texting, stop all the, the the secret messaging, Twitter, and all of that. We need to get back to communicating, speech. That's what we got a mouth for, right? So, so our whole thing is that we have to start doing 
what we need to do. The kids can't follow us if we're not giving them a good example on what needs to be done, you know. Mm. And that's the whole thing that we have to always remember. We have to do what needs to be done. Nobody's going to do nothing for us. Nobody's going to give us anything. You know, we have to take that first step. When you take that first step, we ought to take two more. And you have to always have that faith, regardless of what's going on or how you feel or what's going down. You have to keep the faith because Mm -hmm. sometimes God tests you to see if you're ready for the blessing that he has for you. See, he he wants to see if you're ready, if you're strong enough. Mm -hmm. And just the whole point, man, we have to have faith. And when we know something, we have to pass the knowledge on. That's right. We can't keep it to ourselves. See, that's being selfish. And when Mm -hmm. selfish, jealousy and greed, and it breeds a whole lot of different crazy stuff. And we have to learn to share with the children, with even the adults, because a lot of adults don't know how to text. They don't know all this new stuff. And people Mm -hmm. don't take advantage of the elderly, and it's our job to protect them. That's right. Well said. So we have to start doing what needs to be done because you have to understand there's a spiritual war going on out here. It'll be times, man, that your whole day seems like it's just going so beautiful and out of the blue. Bam! Something just tripped you up. And all of a sudden you're just angry, you know, like your whole day. And my my homeboy told me something, Cisco. He told me, he said, no matter how your day goes, if it starts going bad, all you got to do is stop, breathe, meditate, and start your day over again. Mm-hmm. Start it again. Because, mm-hmm. see, sometimes the person that made you upset might not even know it, the person on the train that, 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 that knocked your coffee on your shirt on the crowded train, and you upset about that. So you carry that dark cloud with you, and when you go into the workplace, you bring that negative energy in there. Now everybody up in here with their lips twisted up, ready for the first person to say anything so they can go in. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So people realize your energy that you bring is what, what, what carries things on, and people have to start getting it together. Every little thing you want to get mad about, the little things, you have to be grateful for the things that you have. You have a roof over your head. You got food in your mouth. You got a place to sleep. You got clothes on your back. That's right. You know, and everybody crying, oh, I, I want the new Jordans. I want the new iPhone 25. <laughs> and that and all of this, you know what I'm saying, stuff that you're going to have, and you just got the iPhone 22. Now you want the 25, you know, and what what you going to do with the 22? You're going to sit it on the shelf. So you got six, seven cell phones sitting on the shelf when one person still got a flip phone from five years ago. So you have to understand these type of things. And then the homelessness is the craziest thing. You know, yeah. you got a lot of mental health problems going on in New York City. And the craziest place, the place that you can go to really see it is at the Port Authority. Because that's where people are always moving and people hustling and they want right, you know, right. dollar or whatever, you know, people come I through. I am busy. If you go and look at your, your bus stations and stuff, that's where you'll mm-hmm. find your mental health people. That's and right. people like, um, why this man on a train stinking like this? Hey, I lived in a shelter. 
You got gang members in the shelter. You got bed bugs in the shelter. You got people mm. in there smoking mm. this Y2K stuff and bath salts and all kind of other crazy stuff. You know what I'm saying? So instead of me going through all that, I'd rather be like that. I I, I can't do it. Because you don't never know. You know, you got gang dudes in here taking people's stuff. You know, when I was in there, 2 o'clock in the morning, they fighting. Come over there, knock my bed all down, blood all on my sheets, everything. And and I looked at them, and, and when they got through, I said, look at y'all. I said, the, the, the other people don't have to do nothing to you. The people without melanin don't have to do nothing. You're destroying each other. Hmm. I said, what you fighting over? Somebody didn't give you a short on a cigarette or whatever. What is garbage? I bet you it ain't worth it. I said, y'all ought to look at y'all self. If I had a video camera, I'd have videoed y'all. Now y'all standing up there looking crazy. They looked at me and everybody just dropped their head. I said, man, y'all ought to be ashamed of yourself. I pulled my sheets off my bed. They broke my bed. My bed was all laid down. I just slid it to the side, put my mattress on the floor, and went to sleep. Five minutes later, they come in there with a brand new bed, mattress, sheets, everything, and apologize. It's cool, you're right. We bugging. And what it was, they was under the influence because they don't have self-esteem to feel like they got they can walk and be get high off of life, get high off of happiness. They got to go under the influence looking for something to give them a boost when all they got to do is look within. Look within. You know, somebody said to me the other day, why do I always put so many pictures up on Facebook of how I dress and everything? And I tell them that's to encourage somebody else to let them know that you can always be better. You can always, the way I dress is the way I feel and how I look. And I'm letting somebody else that went through my situation know, yo, this is what you can do. You don't have to look sad every day. Some of the guys I see up there, oh, man, I'm ready to go in. I'm turning it up. Turning up what? For what? For you to wake up tomorrow with a hangover, then you're mad when you're starting your day and you got to get up and go work. You know, just certain things that you know that ain't conducive to positivity in your life, you got to let it go. I don't smoke. I don't drink. I ain't got a problem with some champagne or a little Dom Perignon or even some Moet every now and then. You know what I'm saying? But you have to do things in moderacy and what your pocket can deal with. People want to always try to impress the next person. And regardless if you're doing right or wrong, somebody going to have something to say. So what you got to mm. do is step lively, truthfully, and strongly every day and live in God because, see, only God can judge you. People are always going to have something to say. And the most people that always got something to say, their house is just as dirty as anybody else's. That's right. See, I don't have time for for your business. I'm worried about me. I'm not worried about how much Shaq house costs and how much his car costs because I'm trying to get the same size house, not the same size, but I'm trying to get a house and a car too. And Shaq ain't putting no money in my pocket. He don't even know I exist. So why should I waste that brain power on him? Yeah, I like sports. He's doing his thing. But will somebody give me something. You know, they got a $1.4 billion lotto. That's a Powerball? Yeah, Powerball. Mm-hmm. I don't want all that. I just want enough where I could build a school and a gymnasium for the kids to take them out of the streets. Mm-hmm. Got to get them out of the streets. 
We got to give them something for them to do. Like when I'm riding with my fiance and we go across these bridges and under these tunnels, you know how much garbage and trash is under there? You say you ain't got no job for the kids? Shut down that side of the, the, the bridge and, and, and let the kids come in and sweep that stuff up and pay them for that. Sweep That's that right. stuff up, hose down that stuff, all that rust and crack paint and stuff. Let Create jobs for them. See, that's the whole thing. See, the biggest commodity in the world that most people don't know is the penitentiary. The penitentiary is the biggest commodity in the world. So if I take everything from you, the um, the, the, the Youth Athletic League, the after-school mm-hmm. program, mm-hmm. so what you going to do? We we always got something to say when they're doing wrong, but when they're doing right, we're doing not, right. Them. We're not thanking them for doing we right. We're not their letting efforts. them know that's that right. And... When all them programs are gone and kids start finding stuff for them that they mm-hmm. feel is fun, stuff that they think is fun is not fun to us at all. Mm-hmm. And when they start finding things for them to do, we ain't going to like it. So we have to do better. We have to do better, and we have to show them. And that's just like with the programs. You know, you get these programs, you go into the school for a couple of months, and then you cut them off. And then you wonder why the kids don't want to talk to you because they're tired of people coming in and out of their life and not staying. Not mm-hmm. showing no stability and no ground, no foundation. Mm-hmm. And then they get close to you, and then the next thing you know, you're gone. They're mm-hmm. tired of mm-hmm. they tired of that. Mm-hmm. Because that's emotional stress. When somebody gets to like you and trust you and start giving you right. how they feel and they start trusting you and the next thing you're gone. Mm-hmm. So now the mm-hmm. next person that they trust might uh, 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 belay their trust or hurt them or whatever. Mm-hmm. People don't want that. It's too hard, especially mm-hmm. when you're young and you don't know how to recover from that kind of stuff. That's fine. I'll be 50 in, in what, 12 days, two weeks? Something like that. What's today? The eleventh. Today is the twelfth. In thirteen days, I'll be fifty years old, mm. and um, I'm still recovering from that type of stuff. And I'm not gonna sit here and lie. My fiance helps me with stuff every day because she cares and she's she knows if I get better, she'll get better mm. because it's a team thing. Team. Ain't no I in team. There is no I in team. That's right. There's, there's an I in win, so we out here to win. We're not out here playing. That's right. And it's, and it's a healing process. See, it's not just healing of the body. It's the spirit and the mind and the soul because it's a lot of things that happen to us that we might not even realize that happened to us when we was younger that we still carrying that garbage and baggage with us now. That we haven't let it go, and it's been, and like you say, down through the years, it might have happened in 82. And now this is 2016, and I've been dragging the same garbage hmm. all these years. Time to heal. It's time to heal. Uphill. Hmm. Got to let it go. Got to cut fine. your losses one way. So That's we fine. have to start, and we have to speak. With authority, we have to be right when we right, and if we wrong, we have to learn how to apologize for being wrong and correct that. Because some people probably won't even let them say they're wrong when they know they're wrong. Mm-hmm. 
And that's a shame. You know, I got the five devils, as I say. You know, you got pride, jealousy, hate, greed, and, oh, my God. And envy. Thank you, man. Mm -hmm. And the worst one out of that, out of all five of them, is jealousy. Mm -hmm. People say, why? Because you'll have somebody that'll be around you every day. Mm. waiting for you to fall so they can laugh, point that finger, and say, I knew it. Mm. And that's the worst thing of all, when you got somebody that you have in your confidence and that you feel like, you know, you can really share with them, that, 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 that kind of things. And we have to really just stop hating each other. That's not our culture. Mm. Never was our culture. And I'm going to tell you all something. There was a... a uh, uh, saying up on Facebook today that God, what was it, baby? She, she, um, the faith, faith is the ability to see God in darkness. Faith is the ability to see God in darkness. And I can attest to that. Because, like you said earlier, friend, I was I was pronounced dead, D O O. And when you hear people talk about how they died and when they saw the light and all of that, I saw mm-hmm. the light, and it was the light that led me back. Because you know, as most people lived in their mama house or grandma house for so long, and you get up in the middle of the night and you can walk through the rooms without cutting on the lights because you know when you passing through each room's doorway. And that's what it was like for me. I was passing through doorways, and I didn't realize when I came to the light is when I woke up. You understand what I'm saying? Mm. So God led me through the light, to the light. Mm-hmm. And I made him a promise that right. anybody, anybody that I could help, mm-hmm. I'm going to do that. Because it's yeah. only what's right. So um, I want to say to you, uh, Scott, first and foremost, I want to thank you because you have touched on a lot of very relevant topics uh, tonight, just sharing about your own personal life experiences. I think until we are able to exhibit transparency when we communicate to our fellow neighbors, our community, we are not effective in whatever our efforts are. We have to first establish transparency. We have to come real. We have to be willing to reveal our scars, let people know how human we truly are, show them, yes, everything about me is not without spot or blemish. I have some faults. I have some flaws. I have some scars. I've been hurt in my past. I've failed. I haven't always done things the right way, as you were sharing, you know. I've experienced some downfalls. I've fallen, but I got back up. I did not stay down. I did not stay in that awful place. I did not allow despair to consume me from within. 
because I realized something. Now that I'm down, I have a reason to get up. Maybe before for some of the the people tuning in to the show tonight, maybe before you did not know what your reason for being here was. But now that you've fallen, you have been in a place, a humble place, where you have become able to see where you need to get to. Because when you're down, the only direction to look is up. So now that you're looking up, you're in that place where you can hear that wisdom that is divine. You can hear your maker speaking to your heart. You can hear his voice, his tender voice calling you out of that mess that you're in, saying to you, I formed you and created you for a good purpose. It is not what you have become. You are more than what you have become. I think if all of us would just allow for that to be a positive affirmation that we meditate on daily, it will help us reach our fullest potential because it's a reaching work and effort. If you're constantly just sitting down and never striving to be or to do, you have lost your reach. When you've lost your ability to reach, to aspire to be, or to aspire to go higher than where you now are intellectually, spiritually, soulfully, socially, in every aspect of your being, once that hope that desire to be more dies from within, you will not be productive. You will then become a weight, just as a stone at the bottom of the sea, Mm. just occupying space and time, but not fulfilling your purpose. Don't become that, ladies and gentlemen. You're more than that. You were formed, you were created for a purpose. It's time now for you to look up and then look within and see what's there. I guarantee you if you do that, you'll realize you are better than what you have become. And I speak that out into the universe, into the atmosphere, especially to our brothers and our sisters who may have been caught up in the trade winds of life You may have fallen into some not good places. You can rise up. You do not have to be consumed by the troubles of life. You can rise up and you can stay up. There are too many witnesses to confirm this. Don't become a statistic. That's what they want you to become because you're, you're then one less of of a threat to their domination. And I speak about they, the ones that don't care about us. It's time for us to say, you know what? I know I am somebody. And then point to your neighbor and say, you know what? You are somebody. And if nobody told you that, I'm telling you that. 
Now, you believe that. Because if we don't empower ourselves and empower our own community, we will never rise to power to be powerful and to advocate powerfulness within the generation that's coming up and the generations to come. It starts with us. We're the forerunners. We're the pace setters for the next generation. If we do it, they'll do it. And think of it like this. Whatever we do, they're going to do it two times better than us. So let's start doing the better things and not the things that are just not good or not productive. Let's start doing the things that are positive so they can double the positivity, that good energy and spirit, and we'll see things improving at a faster pace, and we'll get to where we need to get to as a nation. Remember, it's not about just building up your self-esteem. It's about community building, ladies and gentlemen. We have to reestablish community-centeredness within our lives. It starts within us, and once it's established within us, it will be manifested within our whole, and I speak for the community now. We've got to do it. And it only takes one of us saying, you know what, it's time I'm doing this. It, it, it'll it catch on like wildfire. Then you'll have another person say, you know what, affirmative, it's time. Let's do this. All it takes is get somebody of a like mind. You got a team right there. And then anything else that adds on to that, You got a whole nation. That's what it takes. It all started with two. You take that man and that woman, they come together. And then what's the product of that? We have a baby. We have a child. We have a promise manifested. We have a future. We have a legacy. So let's bring the men and the women together, let's unite as one family once again. And then we'll see a strong, solid, built nation rising up, taking ownership. Yes, taking ownership. Saying, I'm not going to be a slave. I'm not going to allow this system to whitewash or brainwash not me or my children, meaning if that means I have to take my child and I have to homeschool them, I'll do whatever it takes because I'm not going to allow their minds to be tampered with because I know the mind is a terrible thing to waste. And if I allow the wrong teachings to cultivate my child's mind, I may lose them forever to a system that don't care about them. We got to become doers. We can't just watch them die. We can't just stand by the wayside and say, you know what? I got mine. They need to get theirs. No, we got to say the buck stops here 
because you came from me and because I was willing to do what was necessary to advance myself, I am only expecting from you what I'm willing to do myself. You're going to achieve. I will not have it any other way. I will not let you fail, not on my watch. Mothers, stand your ground. Fathers, stand your ground. Grandparents as parents, stand your ground. People, stand your ground. Elders in the community, now is the time to rise up, build, rise up, build. Do not allow the enemy in, the community tearing the community apart. That's their strategy, to divide us. If they can divide us, have one community, one side of the street thinking they better than the other side of the street, one side giving the resources, the other side, is being extracted from that community and, and street, that's how they kill us, dividing us, and then they can conquer us. It's time for us to unite. It ain't about whose skin is lighter or darker. If you are of the African diaspora, it's time for you to unite. It's not about... You was dropped off on the island. You was dropped off in North America. You was dropped off in Asia. You was dropped off in Russia. Because black was the very first and our only original people. It's time for the black man, black woman to unite and be the people. Be that powerful nation. You were created to be. Make no excuses. Stop settling for less. Stop financing everyone else's empire. Start investing in your own businesses, your own business economic infrastructure, because if you don't, it's going to die. It's going to perish. There won't be one. And then who is to blame when you took your dollars and you Fueled them into your enemy's kingdom and empire. When you build them up and you allow your own to be torn down, who is to blame but ourselves? It's time for us to wake up and say we got to do things differently moving forward. We got to do things better. We got to care about the state of our people holistically, and say, if we're not getting better, we're getting worse, and we can't afford to get worse. We must get better. It's time that we heal ourselves, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to have a music break when we come back. When we return, we're going to be hearing from, we have several callers in the caller queue. We're going to hear from our callers. And we're going to get this thing right tonight. We want the truth to be heralded because people are tuning in and they're tired of the social media fluff. They're tired of propaganda, which is constantly being broadcasted on the radio. They want to hear 
what do I need to do? What do we as a people need to do to turn things around? Because things have been wrong for far too long. We've seen a lot of our our strong soldiers die. They've been slain. They've been assassinated. It's something we can do about this. We need change, and we need change today, ladies and gentlemen. Let's not put off for tomorrow what we can do today. We've got to help.
Yes, yes, yes. We've got to use our own two hands. Ladies, gentlemen, boys, girls, everybody, people, we've got to use our own two hands. And I'm going to add to that, we've got to use our minds, our intellect, intelligence, our souls, our spirits, everything that we have, we've got to use it. If we expect to win this fight, this is a fight of our life that we're in every day. We're in a land. We're under a government rule, and we're being ruled and subject to powers that do not have our best interests at heart. We've got to use everything we got to make it. We can't slack up, ladies and gentlemen. We've got to be excellent. We've got to be the best. If we expect to beat them and not join them, we've got to be better than them. And that means our code of discipline It has to be enhanced. We need a stronger discipline regimen daily, and that's with physical fitness, mental aptitude, and everything, intelligence, and everything. Because guess what? Our enemy, they're training. They're training to be better than us. They're training to always rule over us. So we got to start training to not be a slave. We have to start training to be our own independent leaders and nation. We've got to do this. If we don't do it now, we will forever be where we are today. And I don't know about anyone else, but where we are right now is not where we need to be. We've got to come up out of this this status that we've been locked into in this system for far too long. And we've got to rise above it. We've got to advance and, and, and move beyond it. We've got to establish ourselves as a strong nation, and it's going to take us pulling together our resources, uniting unity at the core. We've got to come together, put aside all of our petty idiosyncrasies, what we don't like about each other, and realize we got the same mother. We all came out of her womb. We've got the same father. We all came out of his loins. We've got more in common than some of us even dare to mention, let alone acknowledge. And it's time that we stop fighting each other. All this infighting has to end. And we say, you know what? We've got to do this. Why? Because the next generation deserves better. We don't want to pass on to them that less 
that feeling of, of, of believing that you can't because the system says you can't, well, to hell with the system. It's time for us to say the system is not my God, nor do I serve it. I'm here for a purpose. I believe I descended from those who are the original people, and therefore it is my birthright. It is my legacy birthright that I rule that I not be a slave. Sovereignty is our destiny. It's time that we acknowledge it and fight for it. No more excuses. Time to fight. Arm ourselves in every way. I will not say to anyone, sell your guns. Give them up. Even the Constitution declares every man a right to bear arms. For life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Why? Because it was already understood. The government may advocate for things that are just not lawful. And every man should have that right when that time comes to protect him and his family from the threat of danger and harm. This is not a hate message, ladies and gentlemen. This is about truth tonight. And we're going to hear from, we have um, our brother Scott Young on. And brother Scott Young, before we start having our callers, because I want to go to each one, we're going to start off what we have for Real the Poet. <clears throat> then we're going to go to Mr. Boston. We're going to go to Georgia. I believe that's Elder Timon. Um, a true warrior um, in this fight and struggle for justice. Uh, Lady of Love, we have another caller from New York, I believe another uh, true warrior and activist. So we want to get things rolling and moving forward. We're going to come back to Brother Scott Young. And Brother Scott, I want you to tell everyone about this movie, Bad Blood, and and how this um came about and, and, and your part in that and what the overall message is and why you thought it was something relevant to do, not being somebody that's just into film and just into being in front of the camera, but being somebody of substance. You do a lot serving our youth in the community, a lot to help those that are in gangs and just caught up in some negative uh, practices, how to transition out of doing what they're doing that's not pro-life or proactive and how to engage in doing pro-life and proactive things. So, Scott Young, we want to hear from you. Share with us tonight about your involvement in Bad Blood. Thank you. Thank you so much, Fran. I appreciate you so much. Um, Bad Blood is produced and and, – Filmed by me and my cousin Keith Daughtry. Um, 
it was crazy because after my um, 22 years of incarceration, I had lost contact with a lot of my family. And um, I met Keith at my father's side, family reunion. And he's my favorite uncle, Uncle Bobby. All my uncles are my favorite, but Uncle Bobby was the one that always came around and took me out, you know, places and stuff. And he, he's, he's Uncle Bobby's son. And uh, we met up, and he was like, yo, I'm doing an independent movie. You know, I, I like your energy. Let's do this. And it's been on ever since. And Bad Blood is about a security guard. Really, Bad Blood is us live. Because he's really a security guard. And okay. And what it was, he was on the property, and there were some guys doing drugs on his property, selling it, and he asked the guy him to leave, and they wouldn't, so he called the police. But he didn't know the guy had all the garbage on him that he did, and then the guy starts sending after him. And every time he has an episode... Okay, I'm hearing some background noise. I'm gonna have to meet some mics. One moment. Yeah. Okay. All right, and every time he has an episode, I talk to him and show him how to go about using his head instead of his fists, and it's it's inspirational because some of the things he goes through it, it most people would want to use their fists. They want to be savage about it. But my whole thing is to show him that he has to use his head his fist. And it's really just me being and I love it. And my role in the movie is, you know, just, you know, being and advise him and, and a spiritual and emotional person, you know, to help him. And, you know, I got a little comedy in there, you know, and everything. Um, so it's it's uh, it's realness but with a twist. And it's also for the youth to let them know that you can make a choice. They always tell me, oh, I ain't have no You have to make the right thing. I'm here. Um, so, you know, you always yeah. have a choice. You just have to make the right one. And um, the movie's going along beautiful. Um, episode 5 came out. We're going to really put it on, on this, you know, and um, we're going to put it to work. We're also working on another movie called Brooklyn's Best, which is okay. um, I play Inspector Green, which um, we have a group of killer clowns in Coney Island. So it's, uh, it's, it's, it's been coming along, and it's been fun. Now, I'm hearing you say you're playing a a character by the name of Mr. Green, and the plot, the storyline is about a group of killer clowns. Is that what you said? Yeah, killer clowns. A guy broke out of the prison, and he's in Coney Island during the time of, you know, when all the games is out, and, you know, they got the clowns out there and everything, and that's where they're hiding at. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. interesting. Yeah. Um, now, you had made mention about Bad Blood having its fifth episode right. uh, completed. How many total episodes well, does Bad Blood to, have? Well, I didn't want to put it episodes. I wanted to put the CD. But um, 
Keith, he he likes to make people come alive, so he he puts it out there and let people see what we're doing. And okay. really, a lot of times, man, a lot of it. it God has been a, a blessing. He has blessed us because a lot of stuff that you see is just me and Keith doing it. I'm just talking about just doing it. You know, we did a scene down in the mall, downtown mm-hmm. Brooklyn, and people was like, yo, all the people on the house, walking around, they looked like real people and everything, and they was real people. Mm-hmm. You know, wasn't no if and bust about that. You know, but it was just like God was just making everything just flow so right. And, okay. you know, we just we just grateful for that because, you know, um, you never know who see what you do. And That's right. the people that have been in it, Keith and Ben and um, uh, Tasha and the rest, everybody uh, that, that just put in for to the program, you know, it's just been a um, it's 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 been great, and God has just mm-hmm. been merciful. But um, I want to say this, friend, before yeah. you know you took the caller. Okay. We sit back right now. We're mad at the police and the Caucasians for killing our people. And we rally and we're ready to riot and tear it up. And we need to be just as mad when one of our own kill our own people. Because, Mm -hmm. see, when it's all right for Billy Boy that sold drugs down the street to get killed by the police because he wasn't no good in the neighborhood, that one thing right there is open season for everybody because they don't care. It's not about what you're doing. It's who you are and what who color you are. you are. So when somebody of our own color killed one of us, we need to be just as mad as uh-huh. if one of the Caucasians killed us because what you're doing is opening the door for them. Mm. Slaughter. And we need to riot. We need to riot and do have signs and march for everything. Anthony Newell in uh, Brooklyn, New York, in Brownsville, you know, they had the uh, five guys out there that raped their young daughter after they ran the father off, you know. And they, you know, I used to run with him when I was down in New York. And um, we we, we, we got to do better. Whatever Whatever's going on with our youth, it's, it's crazy. Because it's like, yo, y'all know there's cameras everywhere. You can't do nothing. This is the new world mm-hmm. order. Read That's it. Right. It's the we live order. in a police state today. Yeah, and you and you sitting here and you doing stuff, and then you turn around and look right up in the camera and give them a straight face. And it's facial. a 24-hour surveillance. I think they don't yeah. really understand what that means. No, they, they really don't. don't. They don't. So I just wanted to put that on people's mind when when – because, see, us killing each other in our neighborhoods is supposed to happen. That's yeah. how we go. It's the it's the hood, you know. It's it's the, uh, what they call it, the ghetto. So that's where things like that are supposed to go on. Uh, uh-huh. But when we do it to each other, I end up with a life sentence. Two families uh-huh. are broken. All right. When the Caucasian do it, he's found not guilty. He still got a job. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's a double and, standard. And it's a family broken. That's right. So we have, we, we, we have to do better, and we have to give these children something to do. 
And I'm praying to God that he just give me a piece of this billion dollars so I can build a rec center or some mm-hmm. kind of program. I got the I got the people. I just need the currency, you know, to make it worldwide. Mm-hmm. And we're going to fix this problem. And I'm putting this on y'all. People talk a lot. You know, I have people that speak behind my back and say, oh, he an ex-convict and he was locked up and all this and all that. And I tell them all the time, I say, are you a Christian or whatever, you're a Muslim or whatever, and they were like, yeah. I said, okay, do me one thing. Only God can judge me. I said, but always remember this one thing. Whenever there was a calamity or catastrophe or something that needed to be fixed in the world, there was one place that they always got their best is at, and that was the penitentiary. And if you think about it, Jesus mm-hmm. was a criminal. Mm-hmm. Daniel, a lot of them was criminals convicted by the government. Mm. But when things needed to be done, who done it? They did. Mm-hmm. So people need to get their business together and start thinking about that. Because it's us. When I say us, I'm talking about the people of consciousness, me, you, Fran, Nikki, everybody, Master Scribe, every one of us who are conscious that's going to Everyone. change the problem. That's right. But people are tired of hearing what the problem is. It's time for solutions. And with mm-hmm. that, I'm going to take some callers. Thank time you. Time for solutions. That's And, you know, that's where we're going now with um this discussion tonight. We're going into solutions. We want to hear what is the remedy to this? We see what's wrong. We see. We live it out every day. And now where we're at is we want the remedy. How do I get to better? And that's what we're going to talk about moving forward. We've already isolated what the problems are within the community, and now we're saying there's a solution. And we're going to hear from different people, but, Scott, I want to say to you, thank you so much for granting us a whole full hour of this exclusive Scott Young in the spotlight. You have taught us much. You have empowered us. You have raised our consciousness level to a higher height than it, it it may have first originally been when we first started with tonight's program. So we want to commend you on your pro-life, proactive efforts, which you have demonstrated here tonight. We want to thank you for addressing families. I loved how you started off. You talked about you and your significant other your fiancé, and her place in your world, your place in her world, you took us there, right there to the beginning. That's where everything started. It was a man and a woman first coming together. And then you have what's called a family. And then those branches grow and you have a family tree, and then you have what's called a community, ladies and gentlemen. 
God took us back to the beginning tonight and reminded us we have more than what we even realize we have. Sometimes we become so distracted because we're seeing the flossy life, the glitz, the glamour, and it's distracting our minds, having us believe that's what's up. But no, that's not what's up. That's what's wrong. We're becoming materialistic rather than soulful spiritual people whom we originally first always were. We've got to get back to basics. Love begins at home, and then it extends. And if we can't love our mothers and our fathers, our men and our women, our sons and our daughters, we can't grow. A tree cannot grow if it's not being nourished. Love nourishes the soul. It nourishes the mind even. It nourishes the body. A matter of fact, when you love something or someone, you're going to give it the right kind of treatment and care. And it can't help but grow and flourish. So let us start loving on ourselves. And I'm talking about not just you loving yourself like in the narcissistic manner, narcissistic manner, um, because that's not where we're going with this. We're talking about you loving yourself such that you can't help but love your mother, your father, your brother, your sister, your son, your daughter, your significant other, your your lover, your partner, your lifetime partner, your friend, on whatever level, your business partner. You've got to first love who you are. And if you don't know who you are, it's time to find out. And with that being said, I'm going to go first to, it looks like we have For Real the Poet. Welcome, For Real the Poet. Hey, 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 what's going on, man? Hey, hey, and I want to give a big shout-out to Epiphany Radio. I believe this is the next phase. Is that the title? Yes, man, the but next phase radio. I love that. Uh-huh. Awesome, the next phase. You know, brother, I tell you, you're, you're – you're doing great things. You're going places. It's all about us going to that next phase in every way. So if you can just kind of introduce who you are, tell us a little about your show, the platform, and how we can tune into your show weekly and give us some fine art poetry that's going to just help us to just navigate in life in that way that we need to take. The mic is now in your hands. Slam it good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, as, as we speak, um, I'm on my way to the uh, plantation. I may need you to give me a few minutes till I lock into my office. I'm on my way to work so that oh, I okay. can uh, dedicate my full attention to, to what you are asking me to propose. But um, this is Will the Poet, the CEO of Epiphany Radio. It's a real mm-hmm. entertainment network, uh, founder of uh, No More Woke Movement, uh, 
you know, alongside mm. with uh, black blackness matters. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I'm all about that. I want to congratulate and I want to uh, thank the brother uh, for what he's doing, the role that he's playing. Um, I forget the brother's name. Scott Young. Uh, yes. Yeah, Scott Young. Congratulations, Scott. We need more people like you. And um, but 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 say um, if you can come back to me, I can get I can go in. Yeah. I will definitely do that. I will definitely give grant you that request. And thank you as well you, for this you. your willingness. We're glad to have you with us tonight. We know thank that you, you came with some wonderful gifts, uh, words of wisdom, words of knowledge, so much. So we're looking forward to hearing from you tonight. Thank you, Fran. Yeah, I'm out here in the streets of Philadelphia in this snow we having right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, and I need about 15 minutes or maybe 10 minutes or whatever. I'll put my hand up, okay? Oh, okay, no problem. Not All a right. problem. Much love. love. You be safe out there. Thank you, dear. All right. Stay warm. Okay, we're going to go to, it looks like, my brother from Georgia. Welcome, brother from Georgia. Hello, excuse me. Yes, hi. Oh, fine, thank you. And I just want to confirm: is this Elder Warrior King Timon? <laughs> this is Timon Brown in the house. How yes, you doing, Queen Elder? Yes. Oh my, it's an honor to have you joining us tonight. And and I tell you, it's just been that 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 communion um, mm-hmm. that we need. You know, every once in a while, we just got to have those fireside chats and just keep things real and just keep. Almost Everybody, right. you know, where they need to be on every level. So we're glad to have you tonight. Share with everyone Everything about... Everything happens for a reason because you yes, know what? Indeed. I have been kicking myself because, you know, I, I am totally aware of your show. It's just it's something, I don't know what it is about Tuesday nights. <laughs> you can yes. have something on your mind. It can be on your subconscious, but mm-hmm. it just goes to show unless you act upon it then it's not going to materialize. But I saw that, you know, the inbox. That's a message I was right like, there. Wow. I was like, you know what? I'm definitely going to call in tonight because there's no excuse because it's on my the forefront of my mind. And it just looks like I just came into a very powerful session, a powerful communion. Mm. communion. You know, um, I've, I've really just been absorbing. And it just feels so good to be able to just listen. Mm-hmm. And to be able to listen with your with your entire being and not yeah. have to feel any type of resistance it's as if, like, you're having to reject what you're hearing. So mm. that's mm. what I was just really just, you know, appreciating. So it's really good to be here. How have you been? Oh, good, good. we just trying to, um, you know, make sure in this new year that we're right. uh, providing our listening audience with that platform that's all about, mm-hmm. um, you know, social skill development, spiritual enlightenment, holistic right. health, you know, keeping our bodies oh, healthy, yes. our minds, you know, healthy and functioning um, in that manner, which is one of strength. Um, so many people need so much in in this day and time we're in, and it's only because a lot of them are giving out too much. You know, the output is going out, but it's no input. There's not right. that balance, you know. We got to make sure that we keep ourselves renewed, you know, from right. our minds to our souls to our spirits and our bodies. You know, we got to keep our fuel, you know, as it should be. Our tanks full. Most definitely. You know, and so yeah. So share with everyone about what you do, 
for the community, also about your literary artist um, accomplishments, Certainly. your books. Yes, please share. The um, mic is in you. I'm, I'm just going to start off by start off start off by saying that when we when we take the time out to tell ourselves the brutal truth, because the first stage of mm. growth or to mm-hmm. growth is to admit what our problems are. Admit what our weaknesses are. Admit what our flaws are. Not to our buddies, not to our friends, not even to, mm-hmm. but to ourselves. And get busy at making a commitment, a solid commitment towards, you know, changing what needs to be changed, getting rid of what needs to be gotten rid of so yeah. that we can move forward. And from my experience or experiences, everything that I allowed myself to start taking uh you know, that I, allowed, that I allowed to start taking place with inside of me first. Mm-hmm. It was as if, like, once that seed was planted with inside of the internal soil of the fertile mind, that's when everything else began to manifest, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, speaking okay. like with the book, I did, you know, from mm-hmm. the book, you know, being published, um, mm-hmm. you know, to, 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 to me successfully re-enter, re-entering back into society, um, to beating the recidivism rate, you know, because they said that, you know, once you've done five or more years, you know, you're supposed to go back to prison three to three to six months or within the year. Mm-hmm. So, okay. you know, destroying that statistic, yeah. um, you know, reemerging and, and coming back to the community and bringing back a host of experiences and, uh, you know, uh, merging with the poetic community, establishing, mm-hmm. uh, you know, solid relationships, um, not just abroad but with, you know, um, you know, with, with my queen, with my family, you know, with, yeah, with people, yeah, you know, yeah. from the past who have, who have maintained con- contact with me throughout the years of my own individual struggles. And just really just watching what a lot of people had anticipated as being the destruction of me, okay, mm-hmm. but with the, with, the, with, the, with the conscious commitment towards growth, change, and, and education and re-education and reshaping and remolding, what I'm really getting at is that everything comes forth comes from inside of you, and you're going to actually watch the change not just take place inside of you. You're going to watch it take place on every, you know, in every, you know, new relationship, your relationships, your business ventures, your projects, you know, whatever it is that your hand touches or that you approach is going to begin to take on that same manifestation and that same energy of change that's taking place inside of you. So, you know, I encourage the people, you know, don't get bogged down in excuses. Don't get bogged down in thinking that something's too difficult. Don't get bogged down in past losses or past defeats. You know, get you know, get get connected to change, get connected to discipline, get connected to growth, get get connected to a renewal of the entire self and everything else will be renewed. And that's the change that you were speaking about, Queen Elba, as far as mm-hmm. committing to excellence and doing what we can do to bring about the change that we want, not just in ourselves, but, you know, within inside of everything that's, that's outside of ourselves, inside of the world, because yeah. we have that power. And that's pretty much it. So, yeah, you know, right now, you know, for 2016, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, we just opened up a new tax office. So that's what a lot of my energies have been going into, you know, okay. getting this tax business, you know, off the ground that's or what success. have you. Right, so, you know, just that's mm-hmm. another way that we're servicing the community. That's right. Um, basically by, you know, teaching the people the tax law, getting them the money that they that they deserve back from this mm-hmm. government. Mm-hmm. You know, because mm-hmm. I find that it's a lot of things that our people don't know about mm-hmm. the IRS that's when it right. comes down, and they be taking a lot of losses. 
mm-hmm. people don't have your best interests in mind. If you're if you if you're working all year, then you deserve to get back what you're entitled to. That's so right. there's a lot of other things. Yeah, the poetry. You know, I love the poetic mm-hmm. community mm-hmm. because that's our platform for real, raw yeah. expression. Yeah. So that's you right. know, that's that's pretty much it. You know, I'm not gonna go on mm-hmm. and on and on because I know you got a lot of people. And I'm really excited to be here. Thank you for the awesome, invitation. Awesome, awesome. Thanks for what you did say and what you shared, and even regarding the tax um, uh, business that you have newly launched. And we're speaking good success to you Thank with you. that Thank because you. it's definitely support. a help to us as a people. Definitely. You know, it, it's been too long. So many have not known uh, what they were really owed. And to right. know that one of our own is out there and helping our yes. people in our community to get back what we deserve, what you're what's rightfully to. ours. That's right. I'm, I'm loving this. I'm loving this sound. I'm Definitely. loving it. This is more of us need to do this. What you're doing, more of us need to follow suit and do the same because the opportunity is available. All it takes is you have to have the mind to do it. Yes and the heart and passion for for your people and for helping your right. people, and you can really uh, make a difference. So we commend you on your efforts in doing what you're doing. That's all. Awesome. Thank you, Queen. Real happy. I would just like to say one more thing, right, if mm-hmm. I can. And that one thing is is that you have to get past the fear. Mm. I've met, I've met since I've since we've launched this business. I mean, I've met so many people who are saying, "Oh, I want to do this," and you know, and and it's our people have these wonderful ideas, and it's as if like they're just sitting on them, and it's mm. like, look, you know, all it takes is just taking that step forward, you know, That's and it's right. a lot of people who want to do a lot of things in our communities, mm-hmm. but it's as if like they feel like they're not going to get the support in order to make right. it work, and that's right. not true. That's not mm. true. So they have to get past the fear of thinking that they're not going to be supported mm-hmm. and that they're going to fail. Because if you think you're going to fail, like Marcus Garvey said, winning half of the battle comes with believing that you have already won. That's so right. That's my last word. You know, I'm not going to stay longer, but I just want to let the people know the secret to success is to have no fear. And with mm-hmm. that, I love you all. Keep doing what you're doing, Queen Elder. Uh, thank sister, you. And, uh, like good. I said, you know, thanks for having me. You know, because I definitely needed that reminder. Yes, yes. Thank, thank you. Thanks for okay. your words. Um, definitely. And was there anything, maybe a question or, or a comment that you wanted to direct to the feature artist Scott Young? Um, in all honesty, I think that I missed probably the bulk of what he said, but what I did hear the brother mm-hmm. say, and what I heard you reiterate based off of what I missed. Mm-hmm. I just want to commend the brother, and uh, I just want to, you know, uh, salute him from one black man to the next on general yeah. principle because it's obvious. I know for a fact that anyone that you have on the show obviously has to be doing a great work in the community. So I just yeah. want to mm-hmm. just, you know, like I said, give my, my warrior respects to the brother and, uh, you know, just encourage him to just keep doing what he's doing, you know, because obviously whatever it is that he's doing, it's definitely having a positive impact on the people within the community abroad. So I salute him, and uh, may he have a, 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 pro- a prosperous, you know, year, and mm-hmm. uh, may his life continue to manifest the things that need to be manifested so that not just for him and his family, but for everyone we comes in contact with so that everyone can continue to feed off of that positive energy and continue to grow. Awesome, awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. 
And ladies and Definitely. gentlemen, for those of you who aren't aware, uh, Timon Brown is a published author. You can go on various online bookstores such as Amazon.com, I believe BarnesandNobles.com, and yes. look up. Um, and we're, Blackberries. Yes. Yeah, the name yes. of the book, I, I forgot to mention it, it's called uh, Blackberries, mm-hmm. and uh, it's called My Book of Love, Self, and Life. And there are like 60, mm-hmm. I think 60 different pieces that I put together. Um, you know, awesome. for the people to feed on. Yeah, so, you know, I definitely yeah. know that they'll be encouraged, you know, and uh, I look forward to us connecting on that level as well. Wonderful, wonderful. And ladies and gentlemen, just to uh, share with you, for the record, I will definitely be scheduling Brother Elder uh, Warrior King Timon Brown to return on the panel The Exceptional Scribble Show. In 2016, what we about? definitely, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just let and, me know, and uh, we'll definitely, we'll definitely make it happen. All right, we will definitely talk off the air. Thanks again okay, for then. coming right. through. Yeah, have a great night. Yeah, same to you, same to All you. All right, then. Definitely. All right. People power, okay. Yes, indeed. We're now going to the Virgin Islands. Um, Brother Scott Young, we have uh, Elder Sky Ski Rio from the Virgin Islands. Welcome, Sky Ski. Greetings, greetings. Good morning, yes. one and all, man. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Much love to you. Much love to you. I tell you, tonight is the night. We we have nothing but positive energy, love. Um, I tell you, honor, wisdom. So much is being dispersed on the platform tonight. I'm glad you had the opportunity to call and join us. And we definitely, uh, we want you to hear from Scott Young. Scott Young has been uh, the feature artist tonight. He was sharing with us about his life. He touched on so many powerful truths. He touched on the essential workings that happen within the home base when the husband and the wife when the man and the woman are one and how yeah. it's so very important that they are a team. He used the word team and he said right. there's no I in the word team. <laughs> right, right. And I tell you, he just went from there and just went out from, from the home to the community, the streets, um, mentoring our youth. He's a part of a mentoring um, program in New York City. He works with police to help mentor young uh, men and young oh, wow. women who fall by the wayside and get involved in, in gangs. He helps them to uh, transition out of that gang lifestyle and out of that wow. type of um, activity and into a more positive uh, lifestyle, things that will help promote their efforts academically, socially, economically, and just advance them forward in life. So um, it's been a very good We've had a very good time of enrichment on this platform. You know, we're all about uh, promoting literacy, but we've been promoting um, healing tonight and promoting just empowerment to the community tonight and the the necessity of uniting as a people tonight. We've been doing, you know, a lot of uh, consciousness. Yeah, Yeah, that's great. Raising that level of consciousness. That's what we need, really. Mhm. That's, that's the only solution, really. It's just a simple mindset to change, mm-hmm. and maybe a little effort on our, our behalf, maybe a little 
boycotting and supporting our own mm-hmm. for a minute. Yes. Have some respect <laughs> we touched on that, and, too. <laughs> yeah. Yes, indeed. We're yeah. definitely on the same wavelength tonight. It's amazing that you would say that. We've got to do that. Yeah. We've got to uh, boycott. We've got oh. to do it more, even more. Even one month, even one month, man, just doing it for a month, we'd have some, some kind of respect. Mm-hmm. More than we have now. Mm. That's key. That's key. And and it takes everybody doing it, you know, everybody. Even, you know, even children, sometimes people think their child is too young to get involved in uh, social justice efforts within the community. You're never too young. You know, it's the little things. Uh, teach them about um, just keeping the neighborhood street clean in front of the house. Pick up trash. Don't let it pile up and accumulate. Um, You know, that's that maintenance. You're instilling in them the significance of maintenance. And when you can maintain and preserve the life of something, you can sustain it. And that's right. what's key in our community. So it's so many things we can teach our our youth and our children. And then when they can, uh, they become of age and they understand what a protest is about, yes, have them march with you. You know, mm-hmm. have them boycott with you. Um, you know, and even I've seen mothers with their babies carrying their babies in their arms and yeah. protesting and going to rallies. Um, for peace and justice to prevail within a community after um, an act of social injustice had occurred. So it's never too early and it's never too late. And I say to anyone that's never really been a community activist or involved in uh, social activism, listen, it's not too late. It's better late than never. It's better late than never. Mm-hmm. It's like a, a weak link in the chain, you know. Everybody needs each other, really. Yes, yes, indeed. We're all, we're all so unique, you know, but essential for the mm-hmm. whole the whole picture. Because, you know, teaching the child to clean up in front of their, their house, eventually they'll look and see their neighbors are doing the same thing and how how beautiful it all becomes that everybody's doing the same thing, you know, a cumulative effort. Mm-hmm. You know? So it's it's really not a mindset, like you said, man. Mindset is alteration or or change. And see, yes, it, indeed. It's not because you're a bum doesn't mean you're not important. And you know mm. what? You know, I have mm-hmm. a little extra. I, I can help you. I got some clothes at home I could just pass on to you. you know, That's right. Help out each other. That's it. And not, we can. We can do hard. it. It's not hard at all. You know, Sarah down the road, she knows how to sew. Mm-hmm. You, know, you could take your clothes there to get them fixed. And and likewise, she, you, you grow something nice in your yard, some really nice hot peppers. You could, you, you could bless her up every time you have some. Mm-hmm. You know? That's but. right. Wow. I tell you, I'm listening to you, and you're from the Virgin Islands, and I'm here in America, and I can see how the American culture, unfortunately, has lost a lot of that 
close-knit community-centeredness behavior. Yeah, yeah like mm-hmm. every, it's almost like every man, everyone to themselves, every man, every woman to yeah. him or herself. And like Not you're saying, you know, when you have, always think of that other person. And I, I can save some of what I have and give it to them because we all need the same things. We all yeah. need food, clothing, and shelter. I have I have a lot of clothes. I make clothes, so why not make clothes for this person? I see this person out here struggling. Yeah, yeah you know, yeah. We 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 kind of in this American uh, culture, unfortunately, it, it's one that's more of a self being self absorbed. It 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 kind of teaches one to be more self absorbed and and yeah. self conscious than community centered. You can't blame anyone, you know, like like the illusion that they have that you have this safety, but yet still the the, the people you re- rely on for safety are killing you. So everybody's mm. a little apprehensive, and you know, and, but but in the long run, I I don't I don't know what to say. It, it's just a a a, a, a spiral, a, a downward spiral where everything mm-hmm. kind of, it, but. Just to recognize even like a verse from the Bible, I know people differ on certain views, but you know it says that even even a small bird you know never worries you know he he doesn't have but but yet mm. still he, you know he could he knows he goes to sleep full you know he, he goes to sleep <laughs> that's right he wake wakes up with nothing how about that but mhm, but a human you know who has Dominion over these these creatures. What, why why should we worry? You know, mm. but this illusion of the standards that they set, and it, it, every year it's different. You know, right, you have to right. have. You, know, you need That's this style true. here to be a human being. You know, you you need this and that and the other. This you have to drive this to be considered a a human. Mm. But, you know, not everybody can do that, but we're all people too, man. <laughs> That's right. You know? That's right. Yeah. How about that? We're all yeah. in the same boat. Yeah. You know, Essentially, we... we're really brothers and sisters under God. You know, God is our father. And, mm-hmm. and really and truly, we have different mothers, but we have one, one creator. And... Mm-hmm. Call it what it may. It's it's the the, the energy that makes us live every day. You mm-hmm. Call it God, Allah, whatever anybody wants to call it. But is it an energy? This is uh, mm. uh, the, the most powerful energy that we have to tap into. That we should tap That's into. That's right. It's our source. And a lot of us, I tell you, I'm better because I know every morning I get up, I'm acknowledging that power, that greater power. I'm acknowledging yeah. that energy, that spirit is the power that keeps me going every day when I don't right. even have the energy. So, um, you know, I think we're the better for it for those who do acknowledge, you know, their mm-hmm. maker, their creator, their father, the origin, the source, where you come from. Um, yeah. And I think that for those that deny it, well, you know, in time, sometimes it takes experiences in life to bring you into that mm-hmm. realization that you didn't make yourself. You know, um, you yeah. are not your own maker. You know, you right. you you do have um, you have that higher 
power, that great one that you still yeah. have to acknowledge and, and you have to answer to him because, yeah. uh, you know, without him, where would you be? And then sometimes we have to go through breaks in life and hard times to realize that we need each other even, <laughs> you know. We're not an island. No man is an island, you know. Yeah. No woman is an island. Yeah. No one lives to themselves and dies to themselves. So, you know, right. life life has a way of teaching us those lessons. Um, and uh, sometimes we got to fall down to look up. And, right. you know, even just to to acknowledge the fact that we're supposed to be up. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you got to go down to lift up. So it's all about truth and um, consciousness and being awake. You know, some people are sleepwalking in life. <laughs> you got some people still sleeping, you know? And, I know uh, I am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I still I have a long way to go, and I, I'm, I'm humble enough to admit that, that right, I, I right, I, right. I need That's to learn right. more, man. Mm-hmm. I need to learn more. And Sky Speed, you know, to be honest, we're all there. You know, we're all yeah. still... You know, I've heard it said I'm still, like, in the embryo stage, you know. I'm not fully grown and mature yet. I'm reaching for that status, and I'm striving to reach it, and I'm going to because I'm determined. But, you know, we're all learning, and we're it's a, it's a day by day, you know. And if we keep what we do gain each day, we're growing. Right. That's we all it. fall short of the glory. Mm-hmm. We all we all fall short of the glory. We're just human. Mm. I mean, you ever wonder why a Rastaman would say to another person, "My lord," and call another person "guy"? You, mm. you ever wondered about that? You know, and I'm starting. I'm starting to reflect more on that, and why that is so. I could tell you. The, the the same way that we see God in another human, the living, mm-hmm. is the same way the same way they call His Imperial Majesty God too, you know. And mm. and it, it's not that anyone's calling Him God. It's just that He He was just from the lines of David to sit on the throne of His Jerusalem. Uh-huh. So that so Rasta or or we see God in everyone. So uh-huh. no matter who it is, it's God created you. Even if you're a bad person, you, you know mm-hmm. you have the potential to be good because you're alive. Mm. You have hope still. When there's life, there's hope. Profound. That's profound. What you just said right there. Mm-hmm. Even if you're mm-hmm. bad, you have the potential inside to be good. Yeah. Right. You just have to acknowledge that light. Mm-hmm. You know, it's there. Mm-hmm. A lot of serious people analyze that out of that before they carry out wicked deeds. They, mm. they analyze the person's history. Mm-hmm. They say, wow, is this person going to be good in the future? Is it worth right. doing something bad to them? Mm. So all of that betrays you, man. You know, it's, it's the current it's energy. Mm-hmm. This is wonderful. Learning a lot, man. Yes. Yes, indeed. You dropped a lot of knowledge, some heavy knowledge and, and profound wisdom tonight. 
on on mm-hmm. ears and heart, spirits, minds. We needed to hear that. Very important. Mm-hmm. I had another little thing I wanted to share. I don't know if I had if time was permitting. Yes, but something, yes it is. It's it's tapping on the subject of of um vibrations. We all love music. We mm-hmm. all love to hear when you come home and your children greet you. But it's so significant because th- there was a time that there were some birds that that were they they made a nest post right in front of my, my house. You know, they're, they're there, they have their, their chicks now, and, and it was a small tree that they, they made the nest on. And yeah. there was this cat, cat started coming around lately and harassing the birds, and after like a whole week of me having to stay up all night to hear the cats out there, you know, um, eventually I, I, I made up my mind that I'm going to move them inside my house and and mm-hmm. um take care of them. Uh-huh. But... In the process, the last final process where I actually had to handle them and, and grab them up, mm. the, 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 the species, they're very aggressive. They, they chase chicken hawks and everything. So, so they were doing oh. a number on They were doing a big number on me and trying to peck me in my ears and coming really close and being really aggressive. Mm. But when I finally mm-hmm. grabbed the little baby, the, the, the sound that came out of that bird, she, she settled down and looked at me directly in my eyes, and this mm. was her last resort, you know. I, I only saw her beat part just a little, and the sound that came out of her, almost, it, it could have been a stun gun straight to my soul, man, to tell me, please. And, I, and the, it, it was a universal cry to please mm-hmm. do not harm my, my young one. Right. You know, you're, you're, wow. You know, you're so much greater than it. Please and, mm-hmm. and I and I looked at that bird and I and, and my eyes made contact and I and I told her everything is all right you know mm-hmm. it's, it's fine you know I'm not mm-hmm. I really you know all respect so the same vibrational frequency mm-hmm. you know the, the harmony that we all share that's in tune with that higher power wh- whoever wants to call it whatever name you know mm-hmm. um that's the the, the key man to, to Overcoming this evil that's that's afflicting us in this current time, you know. Yes. Oh my. Yeah. That was compelling. Thank you for telling yeah. that story. I mean, yeah. life, nature teaches us many things about living. Mm-hmm. Um, if we just would heed to her, <laughs> we'd be <It's> healthier. <laughs> yeah. Mind, body, soul, and spirit. Yes, indeed. I love that. Thanks so much for sharing that story. We're going to come back to you, Skysky. We have For Real the Poet now, who's ready. Okay. And we're going to hear from him, and then we're going to go back to our feature artist, and we're going to make our rounds and come back to you. And we're so glad that you were able to join us. Thanks for all that profound wisdom that you shared as well. Welcome. I won't be able to join you for too long tonight again. Oh, okay. Uh, I just wanted to, you know, just say love and love and honor to everyone, you yeah. know, who, same, who wants same peace. Same to you. you know, same to you wants, and your family yeah. and all of our family of the Virgin Islands because we are one, you know, one right. blood, and we thank we you. 
We thank for you. Yeah. Thank you for your support. We really do. Thank you. Thank you too. Thank you. You're too. welcome. I really appreciate it. Same All here. Right. Okay. Okay, friends. Blessings. Peace and blessings. Yes, for real, the poet. I saw mm-hmm. that hand raised. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm loving the program. So much insight. Uh, hearing from the oh. brother. You know, um, this is the start of, you know, uh, you're looking for the answer. Mm, mm-hmm. Cumulative, you know, um, you know, uh, togetherness in the, uh, hearing from the brothers, hearing from each other, talking it out, seeing where it starts. You know, mm-hmm. we've been hit from so many directions that, and people aren't aware. People like our, people are asleep, like you said. People are dead walking. Um the solution and how to come together. We need to come together. You yeah, know, and we're, uh, unfortunately, there's going to be some that won't come into the fold as we attempt to come together. But, hey, as long as we have the majority of us mm-hmm. on the same track, you know, we're being hit um, economically, socially, mm-hmm. uh, financially. Um, they're killing us off with our foods. Mm-hmm. People, we have to go back to growing our own produce in season. That's right. You know, what they're putting in our food, and you know, we're just being hit from so many directions. And is you know, we got to come together. We got to come together. I don't have all the answers, but that's mm. one reason I'm on a program like here tonight. Mm-hmm. You know, what the next brother is thinking, what the what the next sister is thinking. That's you know? true. Same here. But, but I feel like the the answer is actually coming together as as a united front. You know, as a, as a whole, as a people. You know. Uh, I think Scott um, said earlier um, how he spoke about um, when the white man kills us, the difference between that and one of us kills us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we got to look at us. We have to look at the inside and start giving us that protection. You know, we have to protect our uh, elders, uh, our people, our neighborhood, our, you know, people did, certain people didn't walk through certain mm-hmm. neighborhoods. Police behaved a certain way when they knew that they were together. In this mm-hmm. next, you know, that's right. You know, so we have to come together, sis. And uh, you're doing a good job. What you're doing in the role that you're playing in this by, you know, bringing people together like this to have this discussion. And I'm just, you know, so um, enamored by you, girl, and uh, loving what you're doing oh, over here. Thank you. And it's mutual. I'm, I'm, I'm the same way about you and and what you're doing and using your platform to do for the community. I tell you. We're definitely of the same, we're cut from the same cloth. <laughs> For sure. Yes, I've gotten plenty, plenty of insight from you. Um, mm. You're a fire. <laughs> you know, oh. I forget that, that I'm older than you and that you're your oldest. <laughs> you know? so you, okay. You know, I know you out there somewhere. Timon, what's up, little brother? Um, to oh, Brown. yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I get some influence from that brother right there, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, the number, you know, is that wisdom and what's, what, what God given to you. you know, what yes, you indeed. Know. Um, so this gives you a little insight on, once again, I am um, the CEO of Tiffany. Um, I also have a movement called the No More Rope Movement. Um, mm-hmm. And that's basically what, you, what you're doing right now, you know, being the voice, you know, we, we are the voice. Poets right now. Um, there is no Jesse Jackson. There is no, uh, mm-hmm. you know, 
So we, we are the voice right now, and I believe the, the voice of the poet will be that voice heard on the front line. You yes. know, so that's what's given to me to do is to keep the spark alive, to say what the man might be afraid to say, and uh, not only to speak, but to listen, you know, mm-hmm. uh, both ways, you know. And, that's right. And coming together, black life, all that matter, you know. But we are the ones that have been killing children. So we got to start at point. You know what I'm saying? Self-preservation. Um, so I just said um, we have a program coming up pretty soon um, that we do uh, around this time of the year. And that's our um, Revolutionary Beat. Oh, Revolution. okay. So you can come in with that Revolutionary Consciousness. Speak uh, mm-hmm. out. Give your of what's going on today, what happened last year and the year before that concerning mm-hmm. uh, black lives, that we had a black lot that was lost to police brutality and um, that year. You know, so mm-hmm. revolution, we, we can do that really around um, <clears throat> black history month, you know, but uh, we can do that, do that any month. So we got that program coming up pretty soon. I'd like to have you be a part of that and I'll reach out oh, to you. Oh, I look forward to that. Thanks for the invite. Okay, but I have a piece uh, mm-hmm. before I get. Up and I have this. to let you know, you're getting some shout outs. Um, a shout out from Jaguar, a shout out from Elder and Brother Timon Brown. Um, yeah, so a lot of people just want you to know that they're hearing you. They're on the caller queue. They're in the caller queue. They're just, you know, laid back. Absorbing, reflecting. <laughs> Thanks for what you're giving out tonight. Yes, indeed. And Brother Scott Young is still with us. Brother Scott yeah. is letting you know a lot of love to, being sent your way. I want to. I want to see. I want to see that that the movies that he was talking about on CDs, those DVDs, whatever they. I, I'm interested in seeing. Okay. You know, brothers that you just named, sis, let me tell you something. That just warped my heart just now because those are truly my brothers, you know. Mm-hmm. We all stand on a different part of this planet, but those my brothers. Man, I got much love for each and every one of y'all, man. I, I get stronger. We build each other up on a daily basis, man. And I got so much knowledge from each and every one of them. So big up mm-hmm. to you. Especially my brother Elder from New York, Boogie Down Productions. Hey, you mm-hmm. know Thank you for that shout-out, friend, and that, that acknowledgement. Oh, you're to, very welcome. I want to spit this piece, and I want to dedicate it to those brothers, including Scott and yourself. This piece is titled Hopeful. <clears throat> and I'd like to give this to y'all before I head off to picking the cotton. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right. So once again, this piece is called Hopeful. I wish that the way I felt today would stop. Hopeful. I'm holding on. See, because we've been praying for way too damn long. Hoping and praying for too damn long. Skip praying and marching for so damn long. Looking and searching for so damn long. Skip, skip. And we, the unjustly taken, uh, still waiting on some form of justice before we crack and start taking arms, taking lives, and start fighting back. Skip, skip, 
We've been crying for way too damn long. Black mothers been crying for how long? We've been dying for way too damn long. They've been killing us for so damn long. Yet, peacefully, we held on. We marched on. Skip. We held hands, but, well, we still dying. I wish, I wish all the pain away. Said I wish all the pain away, but I... I'm just a prayer away, so I parlay, I sit back and wait, I skip, I sit back and wait, I skip, wishing on better days, praying for a better way, I hopeful, I'm hopeful, I'm hopeful, and I skip, and I'm holding on, see, cause we've been praying way, way too damn long, hoping and praying for too damn long, skip, Praying and marching for so damn long, I skip looking and searching for so damn long, skip, skip. We've been crying for too damn long. Black mothers been crying for how long? We've been praying for too damn long. They've been killing us for so damn long, skip, yet peacefully. We held on, we marched on, what the fuck is going on, we've been hopeful, I'm hopeful, and I'm holding on, see, cause we've been praying, skip, for way too damn long, killing ourselves, skip, for too damn long, the tides of this environment's been flowing against us for too damn long, I'm a broken record, I skip, I skip, I skip, I skip, I skip. I skip and I keep repeating, yo, over and over again. They keep killing me, yo, no significance, no relevance. I'm black and I'm proud. DJ, play that again. Like a broken record needs to be stuck on that stutter. I wish skip, I wish skip, I wish skip that the way I felt today would stop. Skip, I wish the pain would stop. Skip, I'm hopeful, 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 hopeful. And I'm holding on. I'm a broken record. I'm a broken record. I'm a broken record. Mm. I'm a broken record. I'm a broken record. I skip, but I'm holding on. And I'm hopeful. 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 Mm. In peace. Mm. 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 I felt that. That was raw, brother. That <laughs> was truth in a nutshell. I tell you. You embodied the spirit of generations past and up to the present. It's been far too long. We're like, we're in the delivery room now. We're we're like, you know, it's time for this baby to be born. It's time for our change to come. You know, uh, we've been waiting. Mm. We've been waiting. We've been waiting. Waiting in the water, waiting. Come on. It's time for us to come on, out, and over. We got to cross. We got to cross our Jordan. We got to enter our promised land because uh, too many of our legends have been slain before us. You know, we need now to see our salvation. That's where we're at now as a people. Amen. It's our day now to see our salvation. And I just want to say to all of those, who have been in the struggle for so long. Don't die in the wilderness. I know we've been in this wilderness. 
I know we've been in this wilderness for a long time, but we are too far now. We're right at the door. Don't give up hope now. Don't abort now. Carry the vision. Carry that vision until that baby is born. Don't abort because let it be said that it was a long time coming, but the change came. Let it not be said you gave up while you were right on the brink. Come on, man. Come on. We got we gotta we gotta push. We gotta push now. We in the delivery room. You know, they always say the travail gets to its peak right before the crowning, right before that baby. Right and before that crowning. So that's, that's right. where we are, ladies and gentlemen. We got bear down now with all the strength we have. That's right. And push it's, this baby out. That's so, our yeah. freedom. Get it right, y'all. It's time to stand up. It's time to wake, excuse me, the fuck up. It's mm-hmm. time to stand the hell up. You know what I'm saying? Mm. We've been mm. for too damn long. We've been praying for too damn long. We've been kumbaya for too mm. goddamn long. If you don't see the error in ourselves that we need to correct, then you don't see shit. Mm. It's time. Stop bullshitting around and get this thing together before it come and reach your front door. And that's mm. that piece. My, my, my. I heard that. It's raw, ladies and gentlemen. It's truth. This is raw truth here tonight. If you can't take it, you won't make it. <laughs> stomach this. This is the knowledge that you need to stomach. Let it go deep in your bowels because it's going to keep you regular. <laughs> it's going to make you right. It's going to straighten out everything that needs to be straightened out on the inside of you so you can do something on the outside that's going to impact the world and especially your people Man. and raise us up. Raise up. Rise that's up. it. Hey, thank you, friend, for having me <laughs> on. See, this is your program. You got me hyped like this. You got me hyped. <laughs> I'm feeling it. I'm so feeling it. But, hey, uh, you already was there. It was just a matter of, you know, we come we come, and we, we ignite each other's flames. You know what I'm saying? It's all good. I love I love it, my brother. Keep Once it again, right where it's at. Keep it right there. Once again, big shout-out to my brother, Scott. Um, I love to get more information on him and uh, get those CDs and just hear more about his work. And to yes, my indeed. brother. Oh, man, much love to y'all, man. Much love. As a matter of fact, I'm a, I'm going to, I'm going to be honest and just put it out there. This is this is your brother from another mother. Did I say that right? <laughs> For real, y'all. I'm serious. Y'all from the same, y'all from the same line. I'm serious. When you when you and him get a chance to dialogue, post this show, you're gonna know why I said what I said. But okay. um, he's your New York connection. Whatever you need to push forward and promote, he's the one, Scott Young. All right. All right. All right. Much love, friend. Okay. Scott Young, you got to connect. For real, the poet. That's the name. He's on social media on Facebook. Scott Young, welcome back, Scott Young. 
Okay, I hear you, friend. Um, send me a Facebook request, and I'll hook them up with that five episodes. Excellent. Will do. And I thank everybody, you know, for the accolades and everything. And uh, you already know what's going in the word for the day. All right. Well, we're going to, before we go to that word for the day, because we definitely need that, we're going to go to, we have a, um, I believe this is the first time this particular literary artist has joined us tonight. I'm talking about none other than, I believe the name is Poetic Night. Welcome, Poetic Night. Hello. Hi, and and tell us, where are you calling from? Uh, San Bernardino, California. Oh, okay, San Bernardino. I have a question for you. Are you familiar with a brother by the name of Ibiani Lockhart? Yep, I'm very familiar with a brother, Ibiani Lockhart. Okay. okay. All right, because that's our brother on this show and in life and in 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 the life that is yet to come. And I tell you, we, we are always lifted by his words whenever he comes through. So we're glad to meet you, someone else from that same city he's from in California. And um, we definitely want you to have your moment. I'm going to pass the mic to you and allow for you to share whatever you have on your heart and mind. And my name is Fran, the Sage Poet. I'm the host of the Exceptional Scribble Show, and this platform was created for you and any and all artists who just want to express themselves and be respected all in the same, as well as to share love via poetry. And also, if you have any questions about publishing, we usually have our publishing hour from 10 to 11. We're going to have that back on next Tuesday. But this week was a little different. We we did some different things with tonight's show, and we're just really honoring the spirit of poetry tonight. So uh, feel free to share if you came with a poem. Share your poem if you came with a poem and some lyrics. Share both. Whatever you like to do to just uplift, um, enlighten, and empower, you're welcome to do that. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, let me introduce myself, uh, not as Poetic Night, but as um, author Johnny Frost. Poetic, oh. Night, Poetic Night is now my company name, Poetic Night oh. Saints. Oh, and, okay. And uh, I'm actually on a mission to get support from other poets and mm-hmm. I share the link on your page, on your on your in your inboxes. I share the link Thank um, you. I'm sharing on it on our event page now. On the event page. Uh, I'm on a mission. My my mission is to speak to the next generation. I have a book out called Speaking to the Next Generation. And what I'm trying to do with this particular book is raise five thousand dollars to have a writing uh, writing challenge on Facebook for high school students so that they can win this $5,000 after we collect the money from selling the books. There are, 12, there are 13 poets on this, in this particular project, and if you click the link, you can see all the poets, get all the information that you need for this particular speaking to the Next Generation Project. It's, a, it's an anthology. It's a collaboration 
between all of us poets. Um, mm-hmm. With that being said, I do have a uh, my signature piece, if I can spit that. If yes. Like. Yes, you can. And the mic is now yours. Make love to the mic. We'll talk about my past for a minute because it brings me to my present. See, I was indicted into a dream state, and it's taken time to got me handling fate. Where am I? Life's past mistakes of night cells. Seldom had I known the consequences of sentences given to diminish the mind. They use solitude to control my attitude, but it doesn't matter because I sleepwalk through this dream as if it were reality, and every situation has its formality. It's unquestionable about the separation, the moisture's left on faces. For the world inside this realm harbored malicious minds. Mm. We watched the pressure for the practice's greatest fine. And yet it was easily humorous and that deadly at the same time. But this dream of mine was soon returned to tender moments of time silently, silently passed by. I've walked this road. I'm living a new reality. And now I'm speaking to the next generation. Poetic Night Saints ends his piece. Wow, awesome. I am touched by your passion and compassion for our youth. It is so vital that each one teach one. And I'm speaking now to my generation teaching the generation coming up. The generation ahead of me taught us and empowered us, and we must do the same. And I love what I'm hearing you say, how you are um, calling other authors and writers to help you initiate this cause. You want to um, establish a scholarship, and you're issuing a writing challenge to teenagers. I think that this is what's needed. You know, a lot of times we tell them what they should do, but we are not willing to put our money to it or invest in them. And I think that what better way can we tell them that we love them and show them that we mean it than to put our money to it and invest in them? Let them know what their true worth is. Let them know they're valuable and priceless. And when we use money to promote them in in any way, we're just saying to them, you are so worth so much more than what you even acknowledge about yourself. And so this is just a small fraction of how we're saying to you, you're better than what you become, and, and, and don't stop. Achieving, go further, go higher, grow, grow beyond your limits, and don't let anyone put limits on you. Be what you're born to be. I couldn't have said that any better myself. Yes, I feel that. I feel that. I'm really, um, I'm starting to post even now. We have. Our fan page, uh, the Exceptional Scribble Show, has a fan page on Facebook. Feel free to post any updates about your projects, literary projects, community-based projects, whatever it is that you're doing. We want to help promote 
you and what you're doing, and we want to help support your efforts. Thank you. You're very welcome. Thanks for calling in. Awesome poem. Can you tell um, our listening audience um, what got you started in writing poetry? Who inspired you or what inspired you? I've been writing poetry since uh, the sixth grade, but if you say who inspires me to write poetry, my mother, she was probably, probably, in my eyes, the greatest poet ever, ever to write. Mm-hmm. But that's just in my eyes. Mm. Um, my mother was my mother was an awesome poet, and she she before she passed, you would never knew that she you never knew that she wrote poetry. And I just stumbled when I was in fifth grade. I stumbled across her poetry book, and I just started reading. And uh, I was hooked ever since. And then my grandmother told took me to church and explain um, why she kept her poetry um, to herself. Mm-hmm. I understood after reading as an adult, but I just could not, <laughs> with today's a <laughs> with today's time and age, um, <laughs> I can't do nothing but share poetry. Poetry is passion. Poetry is therapy, and poetry is love. So that's my thing. Mm. I heard that. You said a lot right there. You said a mouthful right there. Poetry is love. I mean, if we can't see that, we're blind. Yeah. We are truly blind. And I tell you, it's it's a blindness that's beyond just a physical characteristic of what we know blindness to be. It's when your mind is not receptive. And that's not good because when your mind doesn't see, when you don't have understanding, you go through life groping as a blind person. And that's just not the way to live. You can't advance and progress in that state. You will regress and recline and become complacent. And that's not success. So thank you for helping us tonight to see even more than what we were seeing before, to have a fuller understanding of why it's necessary that we reach our youth, each of us, and that we invest in them, teaching them that, yes, you are precious, and this is why because you have something to offer. You are a rare commodity. You are not just a name and a number. You're so much more than that. And you have relevance. You're significant in this world. Know your self-worth. And once they know their self-worth, I really believe this, they will fare better in life. They will succeed. Agreed. Mhm. Yes, indeed. Thank you. We again, we commend you on this um, community-based project that you have launched, and we know you're going to achieve a lot of success. We're going to do our part and support you. 
and keep doing what you love. Thank you. Yes, from one writer and literary artist to another, never stop doing what you love. The moment you stop doing what you love, that's the moment you crawl into a corner and die. (laughs) And that's just not why you're here as an artist. You're you're a healer. You're You're here to promote health and wholeness. There's a certain soundness and stability that artists, help to maintain in the earth. So continue to discover your voice, your pen, um, and as you take full ownership of it, continue to promote your love and passion for poetry because it will take you far. It will. Thank you. You're very welcome. Thanks for joining us tonight on this platform. And if you can stay a while with us, stay a while. You're going to hear from some other artists and collab. And we're going to um, hear some more poetry from you, if you like. No problem. I'll stay. Wonderful. Thank you. We're now going to, it looks like we have a caller from New York, another caller from New York. We have Mr. Boston. We have Lady of Love. I'm going to go to... Lady of Love, Ladies First, and then we're going to this uh, caller from New York, and then we're going to Mr. Boston in that order, and then we're going to do a Uh, round of poetry. Welcome, Lady of Love. Good evening. Good evening. Good night, actually. Right? (laughs) Oh, you know, it's been quite a night, um, very busy day, a full day, but all... It was all good because a lot was accomplished. It was a day of productivity, and I would say I took it to the max today. I really did a lot more than what I had originally planned. So I know I'm going to sleep good when I do finally retire (laughs) after the show. (laughs) I'll probably be snoring. I'll probably get some real good Z's in the night. But um, it was all well worth it. The weather is quite interesting here in Philadelphia on the East Coast. We did have some snow flurries mixed with rain within the past two hours, and now everything has just stopped. And we're not really experiencing a cold, cold, frigid winter as of yet. So when we do get our snow, we're looking forward to it, but we don't want a blizzard. That's all we're asking, that we not have another blizzard like the blizzard of 1996. Here in Philadelphia. <laughs> your Arctic air is coming down here. We like in the 50s down here, you know. Oh, wow. Florida. Oh, my goodness. Whenever it's cold up there, it's cold down here. You know, it's mm-hmm. just, we're just a little bit closer to the equator than you are. So I Right, know. right. In Georgia, it's 20-something degrees. My cousins are texting me. Yeah, you know. And um, I don't know, I've got cousins that just came in from Pittsburgh, that just came back from Pittsburgh. Oh, okay, um, yes. And so It's a uh, lot colder in Pittsburgh than Philadelphia right now. <laughs> it's up in the mountains, basically, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, they had to uh, be there for not a good occasion, you know. So they're, oh, okay. They're flooding back to the west. 
They're going back all the way to the West Coast, all the way back to Sacramento. Los oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, I mean, you know, they're stopping along the way. I have a very, 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 very large cousin family. Mm-hmm. Um, we're cousins uh, from a brother and a sister. Mm. So, you know, it's a lot of us. But, um, yeah, it's it's cold up yonder. So, you know, <laughs> y'all be doing, do whatever you need to do. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, so that cold air don't come down here. I got, I'm sitting in the house with a sweater wrapped around me. The heat just went off and I, mm. I'm getting cold, you know. Wow. That, oh my. But um, I don't want to take up too much time. Um, I Our feature, Scott Young, congratulations. Is he still with us? Yes, he is. Scott Young? Scott, are you still with us? Well, if he's not, I'm just going to send congratulations. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Hey, Scott, how you doing? I'm here. Hi. Hi, Hi, Lady Love. How is everything? Everything's good. Everything's good. Fabulous thing right here. Congratulations on your congratulations on your new film work. Um I'm I'm anxious to, to see. Is it shot on the streets of New York? Yes, yes. In um in Brooklyn, uh some in Manhattan. You know, basically it's in Brooklyn, you know, our neighborhoods, you know. Because we always got money to everybody else's neighborhood instead of building ours up. We'll give it to them to let them go build theirs up. So in the downtown, downtown Brooklyn, um, when I was in um, the Brooklyn House of D, um, they, they were building it up. It was beautiful down there, getting that way, you know. It's getting that way, but, you know, when 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 when, when that, that kind of stuff move in, that's when everybody else want to move in, too. Mm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, they want a piece know, of the pie. Yeah, yeah. The, they want to start raising the rent and everything else. So it's like, yo. It's like we missed miss the brownstones in Manhattan, you know. Mm-hmm. Had, mm-hmm. About that, we could have talking about building up a city. We could have gone together on each building, each brown. Hey. That's right, and everybody had a whole blocks. All of those handymen and carpenters and and masons and and stuff that's uptown. I'm telling you, we could. I don't know what I, half half of us. I already know what it is. I you know I can't sit here and pretend that I don't know because I do know. Half of, half of us were asleep, and a quarter of the other half. So that's that that's why that went down. It's like a it was like an orchestrated plan. It was like it was so quiet and they tipped in and just took over a place that belongs to another people like always. You know, like always. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know say, when you let a snake in in, in the chicken coop, you what you gonna get? Getting the, the chickens bit and killed. Mm-hmm. That's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So, congratulations again on on your your feature, and also I saw 
that you were newly engaged. Congratulations there, you know, hoping Thank and you. praying that it, it is a long and lasting relationship, um, sure. an eternal relationship. Yes, thank you so much. You're welcome. You're so welcome. I bless you. I'm. You're standing in front of me. I bless you. God got my back. He's going to bless me, see, mm. how that works. You know, we got to learn. We have to learn the intricates of how it works. Right. See, we got, we got, a, kind of got some things twisted and turned around, you know. Yep. Um, they're not quite clear, but... Um, I've got a piece of poetry that I would like to drop, and mm-hmm. I, I think it has some meaning. I do believe for this day and this time and for this hour as we speak in conversation about making it better because love is the fuel. Absolutely, it is the key. And unity definitely is both mother and father. If we could only unify. just Yes. Oh, my well, we are all ears. We are open to receiving your truth tonight. Bless the mic. The mic is in your hands. Pray, I pray for understanding and that you have receptive hearts and receptive ears to, to hear. Mm-hmm. Because I'm telling you what he did to me. He took me higher. Studying the strokes of my pen brought an interesting flow to my engaged mind. Wisdom spoke in clarity as my sponge of interest absorbed the content of his delivery. He took me with his leading hand and stepped on an atmospheric cloud, moving toward the great citadel. Stepping into the outer court, I shroud my head for my following progression would stand me in the holy place, where in my higher conscience, a meditation met with the voice of holy wisdom. Clear from the court of his assembly, I saw him say, write it down and make it plain. He spoke in fluent tongues of multiple languages at once, sending tear-stained pages to the seven churches of Asia. Again, and many times again, as their repetitious orating of his sacred words, beaten rhythms, of ritualistic rhetoric lacking his warning. I heard and felt his message. I spread my pages to follow in my heart. The urgency of revelation I found in my youth. More focal than the genesis of time walking to eternity. For awareness has broadened and bridged my knowledge and increased my desire for truth, no chaser. He opened with this introduction as recorded by prophetic witness. Without hesitation, he roll-called the regional bodies and clearly addressed the angel of the associated body. Clarity mm-hmm. on my mental mm-hmm. fingers. My mental fingers turned to Ezekiel 17 through 20, for the words rose in my ear, Angel, son of man, you were made watchmen, and you gave not heed to my warning. Their blood I hold you accountable for. Mm, 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 mm. Raised his voice, placing emphasis on his tolerance, intolerance, saying, You tolerate the spirit of Jezebel, 
misleading them into sexual immorality and in the eating of foods, sacrificed to idols. Careful. What yeah. and whom words you eat. Then his voice rose again to the second house in the end of the, and the angel saying, Wake up. You have a reputation of being alive, yet you are dead. He reminded them he held the seven spirits and seven stars, seven major chakras. So plain if you study the sacred way. I heard in voice to Ephesus how faithful she was, but had fallen from height, fallen from consciousness, and forsaken her first love. For this, he will remove them certain destruction if they repent not. I was held in a place to study what was again given to me on a level above the last. Now the boy softens to Smyrna, saying, He sees the injustice in her poverty, admonishing her to fear not the synagogue of Satan, occupied by they which are false. He said, In you rest overcoming power. Let him that have an ear hear the Spirit of God speaking to the churches. Then to Pergamum, he said, I know that you live where Satan has his throne, yet you remain true to my teachings. But there are those among you who listen to the teachings of false prophets who are corrupt leaders, teachers, and preachers leading people into fatal compromise with worldliness, immorality, and false ideologies. All for the sake of personal advancement and monetary gain. As he spoke far above a whisper, calling them to repent, Sardis, he warned to wake up to truth and obey or die in your ignorance. Philadelphia, he cried, I have placed before you an open door no man can shut for keeping his sacred word and patiently enduring. God would be with us and keep us from the hour of trial, assurance in God's favor. Now, to the angel of the house of Laodicea, the latter day, he would, they were hot or cold, but since they were lukewarm, he is about to spit them from his mouth if they don't repent, receiving his gold, wherein lay no corruption along with garments to cover their shameful nakedness, cloaked in his sacred words. He stands at your door of elevated consciousness. Let him in, and he will teach you from his sacred geometrics and holy words. In peace. Mm, mm, mm. That's a compelling piece. I'm going to ask you if you can just share with everyone, what stirred your soul up to write that piece? Thank you. I've always been stirred that way. If you notice um, some of my spiritual piece, pieces, mm-hmm. piece of this in it, um, um, this comes from the Book of Revelation. Um, most of it comes from the Book of Revelation, and it all comes, and it also comes from Ezekiel the prophet. And I truly, and I, I already know who I am. I know that I am a Latter Day Prophet. Um, we poets, that's our, our assignment, to bring this word in clarity. We've got to go back through the scriptures and 
we've got to bring this plain because our people are dying from a lack of understanding of what it is that they have read. They have had charlatans trying to interpret scripture to fit a particular way and cause that they want they want to uh, reinforce and they want their audience to support. And so therefore, we who know truth, mm-hmm. we are responsible to go back through this word, studying this word, and showing ourselves approved, workmen not ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth and bringing truth to the dying mass. So that that's what that piece is really all about. Thank you. Thanks for enlightening us as to your cause, which you do promote via your poetry. We want to encourage you to continue as a truth monger, doing what a truth monger does, um, telling it the way it truly is and not, Cutting any corners. Absolutely. I have no ulterior motive. I have no agenda. The only agenda I have is from the Most High God. That's it. Mm-hmm. And and we do commend the spirit of truth within you, and we want you to know that we affirm that truth on this platform. Um, we definitely want you also at this time to take full advantage of having the mic and having this moment to share about your show, which your shows, because there are more than one, and how our listening audience can tune in weekly and support you on your shows. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. You're so welcome. Much. I've got a couple of things going on this week. Um, um, we will. We just did the poetry concert. The poetry concert airs every Monday night at 8 p.m. over Blog Talk Radio. Or um, you can um, listen in via the uh, Internet, or you can call in um, 917-889-2627, and that's 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We also have our love Poetry, Poetry in Love on Thursday nights, 8 p.m. over Blog Talk Radio, King Telephone Number, 917-889-2627. Certainly we would like for you to come and share those erotic pieces, sensual pieces on Poetry in Love. And, uh, you know, bring that fire and Mm -hmm. let's do this thing. I also want to shout out, this is only a one-time thing, um, I-94. Over um, talk show deaf poetry with the producer Jaguar. I 95 is coming in this Saturday night. I believe that show airs at 11 o'clock. We are coming in, Mr. Boston and Lady of Love, to do an I 95 reunion. So, mm-hmm. a few things going on this week for uh, me and as well as Mr. Boston being my. Um, co-host on I-95 Radio coming in for our reunion. Excellent. I'm excited. I'm excited. 
Wonderful, wonderful. We're excited for you both. We're excited for all of you because people don't realize when people come together and form a bond, it's a lifetime agreement. And although you may not still be working on that same project together, we know that you're still together because it's a spiritual knitting that happens. Your souls are knitted. And it's for a awesome good reason. And we look forward to the greatness that will manifest and result to even just a reuniting of that same energy and spirit uh, once more. Best of success with that show. So much. Mm-hmm. Well, we thank you, and we're going to come back to you. I see a message. Jaguar is on the call. We don't want uh, to not give him the opportunity to speak for first and foremost. I want to thank him because he was the one that saw my wings before I began to flap them as a Internet radio show host. He would always say, you know, you can do it. You can do it. Fly. And I didn't understand why he was telling me those words at the time, but he saw where I needed to get to, and he saw me in flight before I was in flight. So I want to say, ladies and gentlemen, the next voice you're going to hear is the voice of someone who helped me to come into full bloom in this type of work that I now do as an Internet radio talk show host. Welcome to the Exceptional School Show, the Jaguar Poet. Hi, everybody. How y'all doing? Hi, we're fine. Welcome. We're glad to have you with us tonight. Oh, wow. Um, thank You're you. so many things. Yeah, you know, just wow. Um, I'm enjoying the show. Shout out and congratulations to Scott Young on everything. I'm very proud of him doing this thing. And shout mm-hmm. out, to him. congratulations on the engagement. He, you know, you know, every, you know, hard work pays off. So you, you earn what you got. So. Mm. So. Scott, would you like to respond? Thank you, brother. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing really good, man. I'm doing really good. Good to hear your voice again, man. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for on everything. And also, you know, I've told you before, but I'll tell you again, congratulations on your engagement. No, thank you. You know, yeah. um, we're getting busy with that. Plus, for those who don't know, you know, Death Portrait Speak Radio has been very busy. We just celebrated uh, me doing 50 different shows in 11 years, you know, producing mm, So now I'm going to show 51 in about next two weeks. So uh, I'm just on the move. 2016, Team Jaguar and everybody's on the move right now. We we just everywhere. So. Yeah, I am feeling um, that. So, yes, sir. Congratulations. Keep moving, cause I'm gonna be moving. I'm right behind you. Oh, <laughs> awesome, wonderful. Well, Jaguar, I understand you have a poem that you were writing during the time that this show was in session. Oh yeah. And we definitely would love for you to spit that poem. Very dedicated tonight on the mic. Right. This is very dedicated to a lot of people, um, very to the struggle, you know, with the power and everything, with how stuff is going. So um, this piece is called People in the Ghetto. Um, it's very powerful. It's, it's, I'll tell you how powerful it is. It's a two-page. It's how powerful it is. Oh, my. So I want everybody to really, really listen to this. 
if you want to comment on it, hey, do so, because it's a must here. So um, mm-hmm. this goes out to other people in the office who figured because we're living the ghetto, they ain't got the rights to do what they want to. Well, mm-hmm. they got the rights to killing us off. So we're going to fight back with words and everything. So we're going to show you what time it is. So it's 2016. It's time to stand up and fight back. So here we go. <clears throat> people in the ghetto, no one knows your pain. People be talking as your heart be crying. You mean so much to me. Eyes of the children, they always watching over me and healing. Make sure my people are loved to the end. This is my letter to you, my people. People and kids with true love, no shame, just living. Times get hard, but we're still standing. You're not alone. My heart is out to you. People in the ghetto are somebody, yes. Rain or shine, the ghetto is just fine. My people, please save the babies. They're our future. As our bloodlines beats on, in my last words, the ghetto, I love you. I understand at times the world don't know us. It's because they never lived like us. Many people speak ghetto but never been the ghetto. Put your hands up and put the guns down, my people. Never let the world beat you. You beat it and show people in office that you're not the ones to play with. People, we don't have time to kill. Prove a point. Cops are scared of us because they don't want to know us, so they kill us. Mm, mm, mm. Save the young ones. We all have to stand up. If we don't stand, the world itself will end us. And that peace. Mm-hmm. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Uh, Scott Young, he just sent me a message to deliver to you, Jaguar, and also to the listeners. Um, He's been, of course, uh, enjoying the show tonight. He was our feature artist. Um, However, he does have to leave. He has an early rise tomorrow, so he's got to turn in so he can be well-rested to get up in time. But he wanted everyone to know he appreciates all the love and support from the literary artist community and the artist community at large. And he wanted you to know, Jaguar, that was an awesome, awesome poem. He truly enjoys the depth of the sincerity that you demonstrate via that poem and also how it is a poem where you really show how much love and regard you have for the community that you grew up within. And though many people, they leave, quote-unquote, the ghetto per se, because they feel that, you know, once you advance, you know, you're above living among those that may not have as much of a salary um, like you do or may not, or cannot afford to own and to possess the things that you do. So there's this line that separates, and they feel that now I need to move out of the ghetto because I no longer can identify with the ghetto. So I'm going far, far away from the ghetto because 
I'm doing better now. I'm 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 not where I once was and I feel that I've outgrown the ghetto or I feel that I don't fit, I don't belong in the ghetto and they forget that when you detach yourself or uproot yourself from your community, you're gonna be lost wherever you go. Because you are a product of your community whether you care to know it, whether you care to believe it or not. It's a fact. And the best thing you can do is give back to the community. Don't turn your back to the community. Give back to the community. That's that's the message. Thank you, Jack. And share whatever else you'd like to share because um, we know that you're a poet of this day and time. This is definitely... um, your era as an artist to spread your ink far and wide and just share with everyone about how they can tune in and hear more from you as a literary artist, poet, scribe, um, just a dedicated art enthusiast and a promoter of many artists. I mean, you promote artists. You have a magazine, um, so much. So share a little more about who you are, what you do, and how those who are listening tonight, how they can tune into your various uh, radio shows that you produce. Well, yes. Um, I'm the CEO of Deaf Poetry Speak Radio. Um, the shows that's on the air right now are the ATL Suite that comes on every Friday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Then we got... Um, Magic City Saturdays that comes on at 11 p.m. Eastern Time. And the following show coming up on January 21st is called TGIF. Thank God it's Thursday. It's like a pre-weekend show for all of us who want to get mm-hmm. relaxed. That Friday and Saturday coming up. Uh, that comes on at 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time on January 21st. I'm looking for co-hosts for that show. If you got the voice and you got the mindset for the show, hit me up on Facebook. Cause I'm always I'm willing to give people a chance to to be heard. Cause a lot of all these days I don't get a chance to be heard. So I'm known for getting people a chance to be heard. And also, my lovely queen and fiance show, the Tasha Love Show. Yes. That's coming up um, February the second. Will be on Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Time on Death Porch Speak Radio, VI okay. Talk Show Radio. So. Be on the lookout. You see Jaguars as well. Plus, the return of Death Portrait Speak Magazine Reloaded is coming. So it's going to be a real bigger issue. So I'm, mm. I'm, I'm a really busy. So I love doing it. Awesome, awesome. I'm glad to hear you're still doing it. You're still doing it, and your fiancé is doing it. You two are a powerful team of artists. I look for great things to come through to both of you throughout the year, and we're so ready for you two to tie the knot. Um, I'm sure, like so many others, we're just like, all we want to know is what is the date and what colors are your colors, and we'll take it from there. <laughs> well, um, the date is June 21st. Okay. Our red and, uh, and cream. So oh, Wow. Romantic colors at that. Wow. Well, we know it's going to be a lot of love in the air 
on your yeah. special day, and and we know that your honeymoon is just going to be a time of love for the both of you, and we wish you all the best in advance. And um, we're looking forward to being there to share in your joy on that day as well. Thank you. You know what, let me just say this real quick. Uh, I want people to remember this phrase at the end of this piece of people in the ghetto. I want you to remember this phrase, everybody. Remember this. If we don't stand, the world itself will end us. It will end us. Remember Mm. that. Remember that phrase by me. Seriously, that's a real statement. Because if we don't fight back, the world will end us. I know that is so and true. And now, we don't fight back, we're going to end. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's actually there. It's like a plane doing a nosedive. It's like right. that's, that's everything is going up in flames already. It's like if we can't see that this is such a critical time, you got to make a choice. Which side are you going to be on? Right, right. Right. That's where we're at. That's where it's at now. It, you know, you can't play with this. It's right. that serious. I mean, people are losing their lives left to right, boys, girls, men, women. I mean, innocent people, innocent bystanders. We're in a war, and a lot of people are still sleeping and have not awakened unto that truth. It's a real war going on out here. That's true. That's right. Um our favorite cities in the country are going to war. I mean, everything mm. is downhill because a lot of people rather run than fight. I mean, you can't let people just walk in and just take what That's it. Turn. So if you don't fight back, it will end us. Do you understand that, people? Seriously, it will end us. Meaning, you've you got to fight our, back. That's right. Our, our kids are ending are ending up dead faster than we are. That's not right. So I mean, mm. I mean, it's backwards. We That's look right. Not backwards. You gotta look forward. So um, remember, if the world, if we don't stand up, the world will end us. I want you to remember that phrase because it's a very serious fact. So that is so true. If we don't stand up, the world will end us. Um, Scott Young would like to give a word for the day before he departs. He is known as being the word for the day guru, and I guarantee you, ladies and gentlemen, his word for the day is going to prove. That everything that we said and done tonight was all said and done for a purpose. Scott Young, welcome back to the mic. Thank you. I was, I was almost in the bed, but you know, I got to give you that word for the day. So we're going to do a little something like this. We might have been on your mind and we didn't come on on time. But when we do, it was more than just a rhyme. We had things to say about the world and things that's going on every day. You're mad at the police for killing us, but what about when the brother slays? Yeah, Jag came on, and you heard him put it down, telling the truth about what's going on in everybody's town. Lady of love, put on the gloves, boxing and socking, and then you know that it's all about love. All the way from San Bernardino, California, the brother put out the words. Then you know that it's the truth and all the other garbage is for the birds. Then, if you don't understand, it's dying and it's real and it's spry. We had a brother calling us international from all the way from B.I. Mm-hmm. See, people came through tonight on an exceptional scribble show. Letting you know that knowledge will always flow. The brother told you, about people seeing Jah, 
not calling you God, but letting you know that they see you through the third eye. Friend, I can't express how much it meant to me for you to call me in to do what I do, for me to share with you in the world and let you know that the truth is the truth. Let you know that every day when I wake up and I look in the sky, I know that I've been blessed with the most truest of love and my best thing is my butterfly. All the things that I do in this world right now is only through God. Yes, some things ain't easy and some things are really damn hard. But if it's too easy, then we get lazy as hell. And then when we get knocked upside the head, then we hear all kinds of bells. Now we want to act right. We want to do this and do that. But we also know that we can't just keep taking a step back. Jag just told you it's time to stand up and fight. And if we don't do that, we might as well lay it down tonight. Mm. So I ain't going to keep bumping, and I ain't going to hold you long. With this and that, we know what the problem is, so the solution is the end of the song. So what I say to y'all right now, as I tip my cup, I love exceptional scribble. Thank you for giving me this opportunity. You're listening to Scott Young from Pull Your Pants Up, and that's the word for the day. All right. Awesome. Awesome, Scott. Now, you got to tell everybody how they can tune in to Pull Your Pants Up, which airs live on Wednesday weekly. Share your information. Now's the time. Thank you. Thank you. My show is tomorrow, 5.30 p.m. Eastern Time to 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. The number is 305-848-8888. That's 305-848-8888, and it's going to ask for an access code, which is 906-701-9860, pound sign. That's 906-701-9860, pound sign, and you will come live with me on the air, and we're going to do our thing just like here. And that's the word for the day, friend. I love you. Thank you. Love you Jack. too, brother. Keep doing what you do, Jack. I got you. All right. All of y'all that showed me love, you know, thank you so much. Um, the brother from Cali that, or, or Georgia that wanted the um, episode, send me a friend frame request on Facebook, and then I'll punch you in on, on the episodes. So I thank everybody all right, for all of the For real, and, uh, poet. And he's from Philadelphia and uh the inbox, I believe I inboxed you his link, and you can forward to him your information he will support yes. and about your radio show. Thank you, Fran, so much. You're very welcome. Good night. Good night. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you heard from the feature artist, Scott Young. For the last time tonight, he is retiring for the evening. And he just wanted everyone to know he thanks you so very much for your support, for showing love to him tonight while he was on the platform of this positive, very, very, very community-based platform. Because we're community-centered on this platform. We have our ears open to our community, and we also have our eyes open. So we're ready to serve in whatever capacity we need to service 
our community in. And we want everyone of the community to know you are not forgotten. You are not forsaken. We love you. You matter. Black lives matter, but all of you matter. From the youngest, from the poorest, from the one with the least or the one with the most minimum amount of education. We do not discriminate in our love to you. We want you to know you matter. And whatever we can do to help promote your cause, that's why we're here. We're here solely for that purpose. That's why we're on the air. That's why we're up all night. We're not up all night to get lucky. We're up all night because there's a need. We know. We feel. We feel you. And we care. And we want to make sure that whatever it is that you are in need of, we have effectively and efficiently met that need. And we have a caller from New York that's been patiently waiting. We have a caller from Boston. We're going to go to New York and then Boston. We're acknowledging both callers. And then we're going to have some poetry, some more poetry shared before we wrap up tonight. Caller from New York, welcome to the Exceptional Scribble Show. Hi, thank you very much. Hi, please Um, give us your name and share a little information about yourself. If you're a literary artist, tell us what genre of art you write. And if you're an art enthusiast or creative mind artist, please describe and define. We love you and we welcome you. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. My name is Latanya and I'm from New York. I have the awesome privilege and honor of sharing time and space with Scott Young, who I love very much, and I'm very proud of him. He did a wonderful, wonderful job tonight. Um, Listening to the show inspired me to just want to call in. Um, It was a a very brilliant show tonight. I was very, very, very pleased that I had the opportunity to listen in. Um, I admire what you do. Um, I think I've shared before, I don't necessarily consider myself a literary um, artist, but I am a writer. Okay. A very passionate writer of mm-hmm. um, either journaling or just writing thoughts. So maybe I am a literary artist and just haven't found the appropriate title to peg for myself. Right. Um, but I yes. did, in listening to the show, um, write a short piece that I would like to share. Oh. Please, by all means, the mic is now in your hands. Grace us with what you have for us. We love you okay. and we thank you. Thank you very much, Fran. Mm-hmm. Um, I wrote, Truth Coupled with Vulnerability and Authenticity Breeds Change. Who are you and who do you want to be? I don't want to know what they told you about you. I want you to sit by yourself mm-hmm. and figure out who you are and, more importantly, who you want to be. You decide who you are. And in order to accomplish what you hope and aspire, you must first change your mind. The easiest thing to do is change your mind. If you woke up in a bad mood, change your mind. If you didn't value your mind and your body yesterday, change your mind. If you got high to escape your truth, change your mind. Mm. If you slacked off at work today, change your mind. If you believe that someone else was responsible for your happiness in your last relationship, change your mind. If you thought someone outside of you would improve your walk in life, change your mind. 
And if you believe that you are less than, not pretty as, not as sexy as, not as handsome as, not as intelligent as, not as strong as, not as motivated as, not as determined as, not as valuable as, or not as lovable as, simply change your mind. Mm. Awesome. Oh, my. Thank Thank you. Awesome. I tell you, that's a positive affirmation, literary piece. Oh, my. That's something all of us can hold fast to and feast upon, and it's relevant to us regardless of what our past experiences are, what backgrounds we come from. We all need to be reminded of just what you say in, in that poem Thank you so very much. Thank you for allowing me to share it. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. And um, I'm going to get some other artists and, and writers and poets who are on the call to give you some responsive feedback about that piece. Thank Hold you. One. Sure, you're welcome. Um, I'm going to ask for, um, it looks like Lady of Love, Queen Poetress, is still on the line. Lady of Love, if you could share with uh, LaTanya uh, some feedback, responsive feedback, uh, per the poem that she shared with us tonight. Um, it's, it's positive. You're, you're speaking uh, positive, and you're, you're saying, you know, um, this is what I heard, not to, to hold on to garbage. you got to let that stuff. Because Absolutely. it will weigh you down, and if you're weighted down, then you can't be an effective, efficient soldier on this tribe. Absolutely. Well said. We are, we, are, we are each and every one of us. We're here in a combat field, and we're not wrestling with... Uh, with guns and knives and and that type of thing. It's a spiritual war. And so if you bog your mind down with a bunch of uh, trivial garbage, you uh, basically unarm yourself. Mm. So we've got to to understand that. We've got to let it go. Most that we hold on to, it's nothing. It really is nothing. It's not going to net anything. It's not going to bring anything. We're just holding on, and we. You remember, um, they they used to be saying uh, something about the principle of the thing. You know, you you affected me. Oh God, I used to cringe when I heard that. You disrespected me because I hate disrespected. I hated that. It's you disrespect me. It's not you know put all the ids and the dids on it. And it used to make me really my blood just oh you know, and and what it what it would boil down to would be trivial garbage, and that's what I find most people hang on to and make a mountain out of a freaking molehill. Um, when we need to be forging on, we need to be navigating through this life. And when you're a weighted down soldier, you cannot be a signpost on the highway to life. Hmm. You could say that again. So true. Real, you know. I appreciate mm-hmm. you. 
appreciate your work. Are, are we friends on Facebook? Um, I don't believe so. I know I see a lot of your posting on Scott's um, page. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Um, if you care to, you can send me a friend request. I definitely will. Thank you very much. Welcome. Thank you. And thank you, Queen Poetess, Lady of Love. Thank you for the feedback that you provided to Miss Latanya. Thank you. thank you. My pleasure. My pleasure. We're going to come back to you. At this time, we have Mr. Boston, otherwise known as Master Scribe. Welcome, Master Scribe. Welcome to the Exceptional Scribble Show tonight. Girl, you know I've been waiting on this thing for a long time, sitting up in my desk at work, you know. I uh, heard a lot of things tonight, you know, mm-hmm. to imbue my interest. You know, you talked about transparency. And, uh, Scott, you know, I, me and Scott go a long way back, so yes. Scott been where me and him been, on the, been, uh, been in the same chain, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying, but we didn't let we didn't those chains self-incarcerate us. We just move forward with what we do in life, you know, and we continue That's to right. move forward in life, you know, but. You know, who was talking earlier, you know, uh, solutions and stuff to what uh, we can do to better ourselves. But, you know, the thing of it is, as we continue to annihilate ourselves, is one of the reasons. And the other reason is we keep circulating to the prison industrial complex. We self-defeat ourselves. Mm. And the essence of, the essence of our problem is, is really disorganization. We can, we can sit back all day long and we can complain about the issues for eternity, but until we make up our minds to keep the mind the the main thing of our problems, we will present we will we will persist, you know, and doing the same thing mm-hmm. looking for a different result. And you know that's a that's that's the accuracy of insanity. And much of our current conditions is rooted in our failures to organize ourselves into a force to be reckoned with. Especially in the in the uh uh uh, areas that make a difference in, in the most important aspect of our society. When it comes to power uh, and our economics and politics, um, which, you know, if you really look at it, it's, it's a term we, another term we use is public policy. But if we stop majoring in the minors, our condition would change, and our economic power has become so dispersed, that which makes it powerless. Because mm. perversely give it away without the value and, and and return in the marketplace. We brag about all day long about black spending power, but we fail mm-hmm. to use it to our advantage. It's the power uh, 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 only for those whom we spend it with. And, and so if we organize and we have an organizing effort that utilizes those black dollars, to solve, it will solve many of our problems from which we suffer. And the paramount strategy for black people is political influence. And, and, mm-hmm. and, and you know, and, and, and that's where the real power is. But and That's right. But we, we, we talk about voting and voting and voting and voting and voting, and we keep on putting these same old people back in office. And, we, we you know, I think it should be a law where uh, uh, somebody that's elected to office only should to uh stay in two terms, you know what I'm saying? And in order That's to get right. reelected, they have to stay out two terms, you know, because if we're looking at the same problem over and over again, and we never we never solve the problem, you know. And my thing is, you know, um, 
uh, in the last election, we outvoted white people, I think, 10 to 1, 10 to 2, something like that. And mm-hmm. you know what? What? What did we get in return? You know, I'm, I mean, I'm not. I, I can't blame Obama for what is happening because, as you already you know very well as I know, everything that he tried to do, the Republicans shot it down, or they mm-hmm. they vetoed. They, you know what I'm saying? And it's not about us. It's about them. You know. And so, like I said, our our biggest problem is is that we are split. We are unorganized. That's our problem. Right. You know. And so and so when you really look at it, you know, um, there was a time, you know, when black people practiced economic self-reliance and mutual support. Mm-hmm. We lost our way in that. In some cases, we were led astray by those slick political engagements and even slicker politicians and mm-hmm. who are, was only concerned about their individual economic security. But what we have right. done, we chose the political path and abandoned our economic base, and, and we've been paying for it ever since. And I'm going to say this, black people should stop expecting white America to wake up to racism. You feel me? You know, it's, 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 you know the thing of it is, That's right. is we, 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 we have come, become so dependent on white America, and the more dependent we come on, the more they choke us, the more they hang us. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The more they have picnic on us. That's you right. Know, you, know, you know, and so this is, this is what I'm saying. Here's how American, African Americans can change the game. We need to band together, we need to unify and organize and demand new rules and a new game in this unrealistic, demeaning country that we live in. And that mm-hmm. requires black consciousness. You understand? Mm. That requires black consciousness. Black consciousness is an attitude that starts the mind, then it becomes your way of life. That's all I'm going to say on that. Wonderful, (laughs) wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. It's where we need to be going. You're exact. Yes, indeed, you're exact in your words. That's where we all should be going, mentally, socially, economically. We've got to build up our community. If we don't build up our community, it's already torn down. If we don't build it up, we won't have a community. And you can't do that, and you can't do that unless we organize. We've got to stop climbing over each other's backs and pulling each other down. Because I own this, I live on this side of the street and mm. I wear a red rag, and I live on that side of the street mm-hmm. and I wear a blue rag. That's an apartheid, that. yes. Yeah, you're just, Game, you're just, you know, you know, colors. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, you know, and we just, we just keep going in and out of this revolving door, and they don't realize that, you know, that you, you, you're on a new plantation, and every time you go to jail, you know they make 45 grand a year on you. Mm. Every day they keep you in jail, that's 45 mm. grand they make mm-hmm. on you per year. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. some serious talk right there, some real... Yeah. Serious talk. We need to we need to elevate minds that are not there to seeing this truth because that's how they get us every time. When we don't wake up to knowledge, we will yeah. be there full every time. 
and they're going to keep playing the same game. And it's like the Pied Piper. They don't even see it. How do you implode a race from the inside out? You take their baby-making age young men and you lock them away in prison. Mm-hmm. That's the way you annihilate mm. a race of people. Keep them locked up where they can't make babies. Mm-hmm. And if you notice the law, see, when I'm, I'm when I stick you in jail, when you commit, uh, when you become a menace to society as they claim you are, they lock you up for 25 years to life. Okay, so you took away 25 years. You done took away maybe five generations of children. Mm, mm, yes, mm. that's the five truth. Five generations. Mm-hmm. That's right. And that's what, this is what they do to systematically annihilate us. It's you know, genocide. They, they, do it on, they, do it on a, they do it on a very, very subtle front. They, mm-hmm. they put you in jail, and when you come out, you can't get a job, so they economic, economically hang you. And then when you, when you make a mistake, they send you back. You understand? They send you back. And so mm. when you come back out again, you're 10 years behind. You're 10 years behind everybody else. So who's going to put behind. you to work? Uh-uh. Yeah. Who's going to put you to work? Nobody. Right. Because you don't have a skill to work in that job. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they, they strangle you. They, 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 literally, they literally emasculate the young black mm-hmm. man. Literally. Literally mm-hmm. emasculate. That's what it is, though. My, my, that's, why get, that's why I continue to get mine. So when I, as soon as I get this, this paper, as soon as I get their paper behind me, mm-hmm. well then, as soon as I finish, I'm coming out into the to the countryside, and I'm going to take all the young farmers that need to come up and need to learn how to farm. I'm going to teach mm-hmm. them how to farm. I'm going to teach them how to till the ground and plant seed. I'm going to teach them how how to go out with a fishing pole and fish. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That's it. Pole fishing. That's right. That's right. You don't need to go in his store and buy. You don't need to go in the store and buy a, a, That's a, right. a fishing pole with a reel. You go out there and get you a red bri- uh, berry briar bush and you roast it in the fire and put you some string on it and put a and, and put a tin can on it with some rocks in it and go out there fishing. And go out there fishing. I love the sound of that. It's getting back <laughs> to that's right. We we got to do things the old fashioned way. We got to do it the way that's the natural way because that's the only way we're going to be nourished and become strong again as a people holistically. we got to get back to our beginnings. Yeah. Things were better because things were safe. Now we're taking chances. Chemicals are being used and our foods are processed with some really harmful harsh chemicals, I'm challenging everyone listening tonight to start looking up what these preservatives and additives are. Start looking up. Find out what they consist of. A lot of them are poisons. And if you look it up um, online or access any dictionary and you find out what these toxic agents are that they're putting in food, it's no wonder so many are dying from various forms of cancer. It's on purpose. Yes, yes. And we have to look at our FDA, the Food and Drug Administration, and say, are they killing us? Mm, yes, they are. Yes. 
There is a depopulation agenda underway, ladies and gentlemen. And Mr. Boston said it, Master Scribe said it, and we need to take it to heart. We've got to get back to growing our own produce. Absolutely. They're trying to reduce, what is it, Mr. Boston? Correct me if my figures are Mm -hmm. wrong. It's $700 That's how many we are on the earth. And they're trying to reduce us to five hundred million. What the hell are they going to do with all those people? Huh? They are going to. They are going to. I'm going to tell you. Let me tell you what they're going to do with those people. Because robotics has elevated forty years into the future. Mm-hmm. They are going to put the able workers in FEMA camps. And they're going to work them until they starve to death or die from disease. Mm-hmm. They're going to take, they are going to literally from the beginning, they're going to kill off all of the elderly people. And that's where your first 100,000 or 100,000 100, to 1 million are going to be going to be decimated. And then they're mm-hmm. going to start inoculating the childbearing women to a point where they can only have one child. That was happening in China at one point. Yeah, and in the the process of inoculating the woman to have one child, inside Mm -hmm. the inoculation, they are going to put what they call a timed dis-ease, which will, under certain conditions and a certain time Mm -hmm. that's in the body, it will produce an incurable disease that is not spreadable, which you will die from, period. Mm-hmm. You know, people people don't understand. They say, Mr. Boston, crazy. You know, I, I do my research. And, you know, I've been to, and the, and the thing of it is, is what, what, what we fail to understand, a lot of these, these this eases and this technology is not made here. It's made in France and Switzerland and Iceland and Germany, you know. So we have no we, we have no access to the information. Exactly. You understand? Well so you we know don't have access I, to the information we dumb down. I beg to differ in that we're accessing information but we're not taking the time out to properly decode the information. And so we are, even though we have all of this information at our fingertips with the Internet, we're still not being well informed because we're not disciplining ourselves to decode the information. One of the things that I remember as a teacher Um, that they trained us to do was to teach our students not just to read by rote memory based Mm -hmm. on repetition, but to be able to decode words because that's when they would really understand and therefore comprehend what it is that they're reading, and then they can engage in interpretation of print because reading is not just being able to identify letters and then, uh, as they were teaching us, phonics. That's a 
part of it, but decoding is when you're going in real deep, and then you'll be able to comprehend and you can retain that knowledge. So, you know, there's levels. There's levels. And I just think that we're like Stonehenge, per se, because we're touching on it, and with the Georgia Guidestones. I think this is so important. I'm going to share some information. Um, You said something there, the Georgia Stones. And this is in Elbert County, Georgia, for all of our uh, uh, um, family tuning in from Georgia. You know what I'm talking about. But the Georgia Guidestones. Um, which is is a uh, mystery to so many. They're trying to find out, well, who wrote this information and um, to accredit this, uh, you know, the information to a specific group. But the Guidestones, um, which now it's being proven, the Guidestones was a testimonial and served as a monument meaning that the New World Order would someday come into fruition in the United States. Huh? And, it, and it that there there would be this era today, which we're now experiencing, where um, the depopulation agenda serves the purpose of what they call balancing the scale, meaning they believe that there's too many people populating earth right now and i actually heard ted turner give his speech where he said and announced this he is a firm supporter of this he firmly supports that notion that there's just too many people on the planet and the numbers have to go down because if the numbers don't go down we'll experience much more of the climatic disasters such as uh tsunamis um, will experience even greater earthquakes. There will be more of them than um, what's common or usual or normal or safe. And, and we know, a lot we of know. things. See, then that know. that is already in focus. If, mm-hmm. if he's, if they, he's can, they can say that. If he's yeah, exposing, they, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. If he's exposing it and telling it in that fashion... This crap is already in focus. And yes, and I'm going to read what those stones say because we need to educate our listening audience. And some of them are with us. They know when we make these comments what we're uh, talking about, but maybe some don't. And I'm just going to share what these Georgia Guidestones in Elbert County, Georgia, what what exactly it, they say. Number one, maintain humanity under 500 million in perpetual balance with nature. Maintain humanity under 500 million, and you're wondering why so many killings, shootings, murderings are taking place, and and a lot of it is unfounded. Uh. There's no just cause for these deaths. Maintain humanity under 500 million in perpetual balance with nature. Number two, guide reproduction wisely, improving fitness and diversity. Are we not obsessed with fitness here in the U.S.? Yes, we are. People will have near killed themselves trying to be 
physically fit and diversity too. Diversity. I have heard that word term used in and out of season. It's used more now than ever. Number three, unite humanity with a living new language. Cyber technology has done that. It has united humanity with a living new language. Now we are in a world that is predominantly a cyber-driven world as for technology. Number four, rule passion, faith, tradition, and all things with tempered reason. Now, if you're going to go in that route, you're going to say that, okay, passion, love, passion, what we do, why we do what we do. Um, Some things, okay, I will say, I will challenge it and say, well, on a faith-based, from a faith-based perspective, we can say this happens for a reason. But if we're tempering things with reason, we're going to go as far as to say this happened because of the color of Jane's hair. John saw her platinum color hair, and he fell madly in love with her. Instead of saying, you know, by some divine order, uh, they must be soulmates, and their paths crossed, and so, you know, now they're together, and they're inseparable. Okay, there we go. Five, protect people and nations with fair laws and just courts. We're finding out the courts today are making a lot of decisions that are decisions that should be made by everyday people about their own personal lives. That should not be. Number six, let all nations rule internally, resolving external disputes in a world court. That is something that's already now in full effect. We need to open our eyes to that. Just look around us. We'll see it for what it is. Number seven, avoid petty laws and useless officials. Do we or do we not live in a lawless society when a person can gun down a young black male and leave the site of the crime still having his gun with him and He's never charged for the murder, but he is exonerated. He is allowed to be justified with saying he stand your ground. It was a stand your ground law. Had a right to incident. We're living in a society today, and I kid you not, right is being called wrong and wrong is being called right. The Georgia headstones have this listed. It's ten, there's ten. These are what they call their Ten Commandments. Number eight, balance personal rights with social duties. Number nine, prize truth, beauty, love, seeking harmony with the infinity. Some of these, I'm I'm all for it. What is just is just, straight across the board. I, I you know, no contest. Number ten, be not a cancer on the earth, 
Leave room for nature. Leave room for nature. Now, the question is, all ten of these are the ten guides for a new age of reason. And we're all just going, this is the English version of what is inscripted on the Georgia Headstones because we know that it was written in a uh, text or in a script and in and, and, and a uh, handwritten uh, language that is ancient. They're still trying to identify what people, what group actually wrote it. But we can say today, depopulation, Planned Parenthood, and eugenics all are one and the same. Where was it? When they control the population, when they say how many children you can have, when they tell you who lives or who dies, when they start killing and killing and killing, which we're starting to see now, it's almost like every day, uh, whether it's law enforcement officials, being ambushed, or whether it's people being gunned down by law enforcement officials. Murder is murder. Murder is not justified. The commandments actually say, the original form, and we're going into the Hebrew, thou shalt not murder. Why? Because there is a time to kill. So we have to really know what law is. What does law really do. Why is it that we have laws? What are the purpose for us having them? And then we'll better understand the undercurrent, which is that evil plague, which it, undermines that which is good and just in it, our world. It came out of Georgia, um, I, I, would, I would think, because there's something else connected to Georgia like that um they they um they had some some meeting oh god and it's in a small small town that nobody would even know um i think um roosevelt roosevelt was down with it mm-hmm. um, and, you know he comes out of warm springs i'm going to give you the i'm going to give you the mileage between not the mileage but the town between warm springs and columbus georgia there some kind of conspiracy went on. I've got to go back and check because I got a book. Mm-hmm. I got to go back and check, and next time I on the show, I'm going to bring that that particular point up. Yeah, I believe that that um, that Stonehenge came out of out of Georgia. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and they, I and, mean, there's so much now. A lot of um, people are just really trying to decode what is the message, even the hidden message in the Georgia Guidestones, because it's all revealing something. It's telling us about something that involves government here. Um, we we know we've heard this speech, I believe it was George Bush Sr. that first gave the speech on the New World Order, and he said that they would succeed. In other words, it doesn't matter what is done to try to prevent it. This thing has been orchestrated. It was well planned and thought through ages ago. And the Georgia Guidestones kind of is the proof. It's like that living monument and that evidence that, yes, 
this new world order that we are hearing so much about, this is a real, actual manifestation of a group of people, a, a, a secret society, a group of people that made, they decided what should happen on this planet. They decided who should be in charge, who should govern things, and and who should be allowed to uh, live and how many as for a number of population should exist on the planet mm. at one time. It's really uh, um, it, it's something to really consider that people came together and decided this. A group of people came together. We're not talking about the Almighty. We're not talking about um, a divine council. We're talking about just mere men. Exactly. Came together and decided amongst themselves, this is the way this planet should be structured. This is how many people should be allowed to live on this planet. That's a scary thing. And I bet you they got scriptures in the, that they pulled out of the Bible because this particular book, with them with them opening up the Bible whenever they take office and they lay mm-hmm. down particular scriptures, and you know we know, we know that they have um, they have toned certain scriptures to to and use them to control people. So I I'm more than than uh, confident to say that they um they they pulled out scriptures to um to uh to support these things that they want to do. I, I, I I'm sure you understand. So you know that that's that's really, really scary. We got some crazy people. I don't know what I don't know if they were smoking mm-hmm. something. I don't know what they've done. I don't know whether they've dropped an acid or what they've done. But something is very, very wrong when people can think like that. And you tell me that you believe in God and you, you know, you're mm. so holy and you go to church and all that kind of stuff. Well, where do you find that in your spirit that you want to get rid of somebody? You can't make no man. You can't make no woman. You you can have all the babies you want to have. And if God doesn't say they breathe, you just got a lump of clay. That's all. You just got a, a lump of That's baby. right. You got nothing. You know, so you know they can't give life. Life and death is not in their hands, and so I, I don't. I just don't follow it. Mm. You know what kind of and oh man, I don't want to go any further. Let me because yeah, it, it. I tell you, it's it's really it. It's just showing us there's that. You know, I've heard the term used so many times that shadow government. Mm-hmm. You know, they oh, work yeah, behind the scenes. Yeah, I was. I would speak on that, but I ain't gonna speak on it. Mm-hmm. You know, but I'm that, I'm gonna leave that for another show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we we are under the guise that we are we're under one government, but this, this all right, right, right. For far too long, people have really believed it's only been the one government that we see, but there is a shadow government behind the scenes. And yes, they're powerful. I think I, if, if you, if you, if you, I wrote a piece today, which I'm going to do when I get a chance, but I wrote mm-hmm. a piece today 
uh, called Global Domination Button Part 1, and I did the Part 2 already and already posted it, but the Rothschilds, yes. the mm-hmm. Windsors, the Rockefellers, mm-hmm. Romanovs, are the, uh, uh, what they call the Pinder, the mm-hmm. pinnacle of Brackle. You know, a lot of people don't understand because they think that all of this stuff is made up, but Right. You keep on thinking it's made up if you they want think to. It's fiction. Okay. Keep on thinking it's fiction if you want to. But yeah. Yeah. None. Okay. That stuff is so real. That stuff is so real. It is before you and I were born. Before, That's it. Before when our parents were children mm-hmm. and some of our parents hadn't even been born yet and stuff. This stuff was in focus. I, I'm serious. I, I just went back to my room. And I, I had to go get the book because it's really, the book blows my head. And I don't know where else this book was um, 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 distributed, but let me tell you where I found it. I found it in um, Big Lots. Mm-hmm. Down here, it's called Big Lots. And, um, I, you know, it was put there because they they you know was thinking that nobody would ever ever pick it up you know uh, mm. but this stuff goes it, it begins in 1789 where George Washington placed his mm-hmm. hand on a, a, a Masonic Bible right randomly open to Genesis 49. The chapter is a prophecy of blessing from a dying man, you know, Jacob, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> uh, Israel. Uh, you know, the prophecy concerned both their futures huh, and the coming Messiah. You know, this is what George Washington uh, started. This, is, this started mm-hmm. all the way back to to George Washington, and then it, it goes on, where is America found in the Bible? And it begins to tell you about it. And then the big, the bitter root of bigotry, how that, this is all the way back in 1789, how they brought all of this crap forward. And then I, I've got to get into the chapter to, to that I want to bring to you to um, um, sub, substantiate what I was saying how long this stuff had been going on, like in 1917. If I make no mistake, that was when the Reserve, not the the Reserve Bank, was that when it was uh, started, Jeff? Yeah, somewhere around that area. Somewhere around that area. That's when... um, But it goes goes way back. It goes mm -hmm. a little further than that. It's just that the knowledge is not readily available. It goes way back into the 1653, 1642, something like that. It goes way back. A lot of people don't understand that the the way the reason why they make Christopher Columbus so mm-hmm. uh, prevalent <laughs> in our history is because he was a Freemason himself. He was an early Freemason. You right. understand? And so that's how how uh, domination of Freemasonry hit the shores of the Americas. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, they uh, Christopher Columbus, because people keep believing that Christopher Columbus discovered America. He didn't. Oh, he, he discovered the Americas 
and he set the ground stone for what what really led to the the infusion of major slavery because of sugar. You understand? Yeah, sugar. Cane, that's right. Yeah, sugar. A lot of people keep believing it's cotton and tobacco. It was sugar. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And they brought the slave. They went to capture the slaves for the simple reason why white people cannot work in the sun more than two and a half hours. That's right. Or they were burned. So they needed a native people who mm-hmm. were prone to be able to accept the sun. And because the, when they discovered that the sun was our energy to our livelihood and our life, they captured us. And it's mm-hmm. not it's not the fact that they really captured us. Our own people sold us into slavery. Uh, you understand? Right. You know, we keep, keep on saying that the white man did the white man, the white man, the white man, the white man. I keep trying to tell you the history. We sold our own people into slavery. And it had been happening, it had been happening way before they went to Africa. It was happening way before it was happening before the pharaohs. Mm-hmm. You understand? That's you know right. it, 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 brothers it, it, sold the whole brothers. concept of it is is what we did was the whole abomination is is because we mix with other people. Mm-hmm. You understand? This is why we are in the situation we are in today, because the, the, the golden rule was not to mix with other people. In order to retain our in order to retain our to godly ways and our godly knowledge, sure. and, not mm-hmm. to mix with other people. And we, we broke God's rule. That's you understand? True. That's why we are in the situation we are in today. If I'm not mistaken, I think the the, 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 the God told us as a black people, do not go out and mix with other races of people. I set you upon your place for your own sake to yes. protect you. And we stepped outside that that mm-hmm. protection, and yes. this is why we are in this turmoil. That's true. We're in today. Now you, you're telling the truth, and anyone, whether they're Muslim, Jew, Hebrew, Moor, they all can agree to that one truth. There were set divinely ordered commandments that were given Mm -hmm. to the people of the Almighty, and he told them whom they could marry, whom they were forbidden to marry. And the moment when they went outside of that order, that's when chaos occurred. And, you know, the whole whole thing about it, what caused us to go outside that, that realm was, in the garden, God made everything free to us, mm. and he made woman free to us. But the catch that would let us astray is when man discovered the orgasm. <laughs> he forget, I'm telling you honestly, when man discovered the orgasm, that he forgot it. all about God, and he <laughs> forgot all about the rules of God. <laughs> And that's what led us I agree. Straight. I have to say it, I it agree to that. My past, it is a straight fact. It's the truth. My past, my past, I'm telling you what it is. It's I'm telling you. Is that. My past <laughs> I'm, I keep trying to tell you. I could, I could give you more. But a lot of people say Mr. Boston crazy. Mr. Boston yeah. don't know what he's talking about. Well, Mr. Oh, yeah. Boston has done his research. I've been, I've been around <laughs> the world twice. I've been around the world twice, and I've studied with people who are actual descendants of our people, real mm-hmm. people. You know, That's I've right. seen 
I've seen one of the greatest books that's only three left in the entire world. I saw the Koran in its entirety, mm-hmm. in its entirety, and I couldn't get no more than six feet to it. And they have it in a in a glass enclosure mm-hmm. that is hermetically sealed, and it's temperature controlled. Because if the temperature happens to drop, that Bible will turn to yeah, it would dust. disintegrate. Yes, and I've I've had the opportunity to see it, and I've had the opportunity to sit and talk with descendants from our original people, which the, the world will not acknowledge. They call them something else, but they are original of our people, and I've learned a lot of wisdom and knowledge from them people. You know, uh, mm. I've did a lot of did a lot of things, and, and, and I'm so glad, you know, that I did them, and I had the chance to travel the world and learn about my people. You know, I've been all over the African continent, you know, uh, seen did a lot of things over there, learned some of the culture, learned how to cook some of their food, you know, I'm, 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 I'm just, I'm just Jeffrey doing what Jeffrey do, continue his study. Mhm. That's it, and that's that's a must. We all have to keep studying because that's the only way we will know what is truth. Yeah. And once you know what is truth, you cannot be deceived. We're living in an yeah. era where people are being deceived because they're not studying and truly knowing what is truth. They think they know. And then they become puffed up about what they mm-hmm. think mm-hmm. they know. And therefore, knowledge is still far from them. The intonation, the intonation is so far from them because the intonation that they have is partial or it's a fairy tale, you know. Mm-hmm. I... I had that, you know, the, that mm-hmm. male nurse came into my house one morning and he was listening to Miles Monroe and he asked me, do, do I listen to him? And, um, you know, that's another charlatan, you know what I'm saying? With, with You know, with the big, yeah, you know, he, he has knowledge and stuff and whatnot, but he's not giving it out the way it should be given because mm-hmm. he is goes that 100%, that offering plate will be low, like all the rest of them, you know. Mm-hmm. Like I hear me talk about my pastor all the time. My pastor at the same house. I've been knowing this man over 20-something years. That man got the same freaking house, okay? Mm-hmm. He, he, if, if you need a bill paid, you, you come to him, you tell him, Pastor, blah, blah, blah. He will take up money from the congregation and bring you to the front of the church and give you that money, okay, to take care of whatever it is you're in desperate need of. I've never seen that in any other church that I've ever been in. I, I'm serious with you. That man mm-hmm. that man gets dividends from his portfolio. He was um, a financial planner for Exxon. So, yeah, mm-hmm. he had a pretty decent portfolio. He worked for them over 20 years. So he had a pretty decent portfolio. And sometimes that man takes that dividend check and gives it to somebody who's in dire straits over there, you know. Once a year, they take up money to him for his birthday, you know. They took him on a, a, a day cruise, you know, the church went on a day cruise somewhere outside of Freeport, Long Island. 
and you know rolling around out there in the, in the you know the, the Atlantic Ocean, and and then came back in for the evening, and um, uh, gave him whatever monies they gave him. He don't beg. He he don't have twenty two. That you know, and he full 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 of knowledge. When when he gives out texts, he does not just that. He's in some other books, and he say, "Let's go to the historicity of the text. Let's go and see." What right. Well, listen, Lady of Love. We want to get some poetry in because we don't have much time, and we know talks you will be booting us off. So, what we're gonna just sum that up with is, people, it's imperative. Please make sure that you study. Whatever your faith is, study to know what is the truth. Don't just go on the fact that you have confidence in a man, in a preacher, in a teacher, in a minister, and you have confidence in them. Have full confidence in what you know is truth because that is the only thing that will endure. Truth endures to all generation. People come, people go, people fail. People are flesh, and flesh fails. So we've got to make sure that we're in whatever we're in or believe in whatever we're believing because we know what is truth and we have the proof that we know what is true. We're going to um, hear some poems, and then we're going to wrap up tonight's show. We have For Real the Poet still on the line. For Real the Poet, yeah, welcome back. I got one back. for you, too. I got one for you, too. Thank you. We're definitely going to come to you. We're going to just go right through our list. We have For Real the Poet. Um, we have Mr. Boston, Master Scribe. We have Lady of Love, and we have Jaguar, the Poet. For Real the Poet? Oh, hey, hey, sorry about that. I was muted. Oh, okay. Well, we would like to hear another poem before we wrap up tonight's show. We're giving everyone that last round so we can hear some more fine art poetry in motion. All right, then. Well, I have a piece um, available. Uh, I have a piece simply called um, I Grow Weary. Mm. Okay, you ready? Yes. All right. I grow weary. Letting go of this place is no longer scary. The benefit is rest from all this mess. Poverty, racism, and ignorance. Enslavement, imprisonment. The indigenous sit on some goddamned reservation. Private owned prisons have turned into a business. Our sons are branded felons stripped from the right to vote. Silent is that crackle of the whip. Invisible, the one they whipping us with. Names exchanged for numbers. You're lucky if you get to dip your shit in that ink to make them fingerprints. Dead are those who raised their hands. Unarmed cameras proved it. Private-owned prisons. Most of us fill them. Even if you're innocent, Uncle Tom's crossing lines, turning Republican painted over the black with bought for white skin. 
It's all good until the old boys in them pointed hoods, those unpigmented devoiders of melanin, find no more use for you as their entertainment. Tiger Woods, O.J. Simpson. Tiger called himself complacent, but he was just another nigga with fucked up vision. Just another queen with a silver spoon who would soon fade back to black. Mm-hmm. To back taxes. You bought for whiteness, expired, fade back to black. In peace. Mm. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. Black lives still matter, and telling the truth always matters. Thank you so much, for real, the Poet Douglas and Epiphany Radio for representing tonight. We love you. We love your pen, and we welcome you always on this panel to spread love via poetry. Thanks so much. Thank you, friend. Much love. Much love. We're going now to Master Scribe, Mr. Boston, and then Lady of Love, and then the Jaguar, and then Fran the Sage Poet. Mr. Boston, Master Scribe, the mic is now all yours. The global domination, but I could and might be marked for death as I turn the pages of their secrets. Their books turning their own pages of reality. Already present in the institutions of the United States of America, do you hear the bullshit in their speeches? So you still may not understand in the maritime waves that drown out the Constitution. Fast forward. So fast, four flags reprogramming 9-11s waiting to happen, orchestrated mm-hmm. by the fund managers and the bankers and economic poverty bombs. Protected by I spy in the sky, asked Paris France, who was in fear of suffrage. As we seek justice in protest in front of the Thurgood Marshall Justice Building, and we ask where's the relief through the justice system that has been ordered to move unjustly and mechanically walking through the twilight, laughing at humanity, crying foul, the rich offering humanity pound cake when they sit back dining on caviar. Attempting to keep society sane because we the people don't understand the game. Until you begin to understand categories and definitions, we're going to be doing the same thing looking for different results. Those same words that seem ridiculous sit upon the manner of life and liberty. But ask yourself, are you smarter than those words? Or while we elect public officials trading schools for sports stadiums, hear me now. The global scale has been tipped for centuries, sending the tired, poor, huddled masses yearning to breathe. Don't kill yourself with the push Mm -hmm. of this button to be continued in peace. My, my, my. That was truly compelling, Mr. Boston. That was a message. Thank you. Powerful. Powerful. Thank you. We needed that shaking and quaking from our very souls tonight via your pen. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. We're now going to hear from Queen Poetress, Lady of Love. Three witnesses. Waking from the powerful kiss of love, whose 
creative energy formed the universe, generating for my entry a purpose. The hours preceding my aware unfold for this day, complete, evolved over a span of human time. Knowledge of the time from the spirit into earth manifestation may have been weeks in process. I studied these entries as my unconscious stepped to the side to allow conscious view, spiritual impartations of godly confirmation. My soul cried, yes, in his auditorium of Greek. Only spiritual powers could have brought this to my attending understanding. There lingered repetitious instructions, uniquely uniquely adhered to the inner lining of my spirit, becoming part and daily my meditation. For you see there in wisdom's articles, birth charts necessary for my continued elevation. Trust the known average interference of the dark spirit realm to try and intercept what the spirit of God has for me. So, the prince of the air sent a dark messenger of discord and unruly intent to come and buffet me, trying to confuse the intelligence of his heavenly presentation and confirmation in my beloved region. But, oh, how wise is the author of my faith, long before he occupied the frequency of my open penal dock, drifting in with mental supplies from an ordained human image, astute in his holy instructions. In my nocturnal journey was a bit of distortion as the prince of perdition intended my recall of the holy message be out of focus. There in the mighty wisdom of God appeared witness, reinforcing my dream with verbal confirmation on different days. Let me clarify and show the hand of God in my life. First, I dreamt audience with an eastern visitor to this planet. He brought in his apron specific instructions that must be followed to the letter. In the hem of, of my tali bore his memory, for he had spoke holy words and they were sent for a latter-day proof. Secondly, and the second day, I saw the inscriptions of depth that confirmed these same instructions from the first day, arresting my attention to form my mental peripheral, walking with me in my every waking moment, sounding the phrases of my night engagement in each step. Thirdly, I witnessed prophetic syllables destined for particular targets preparing for journeys into strange lands. Her prophetic postured message trumpeted through my core and rested on the divine impartations of the previous day and night. As I listened to the witness of the third installment, I knew the sign of truth from the numbered presentation. Human creation, mind, body, and soul. Father reminded me and spoke in the image figures of his creation of me, we thereby solidifying his message to my soul. Blessings and continued progress to life. In peace. Mm. Awesome. There is a higher love. Um, Truly your pen declares it and the importance of the spiritual foundation being strong. Thank you, Queen Poetess, Lady of Love.
Jaguar Poet, you're up to the mic. Yes, Jaguar. I'm here. All right. Um, first of all, let me just say this before I start reading some off the top of my head. Um, this has been a wonderful show. I really enjoyed myself. Thank Friend, you. Very, very good. I mean, this was very. If I had to judge this show, I'll say this is number one. This is how powerful it is. You did. Mm. I I humbly give honor to everyone that contributed because I know this show would not have been what it was without everyone's contributions. So thank you to everybody that contributed tonight. Oh uh, yeah, it has been wonderful. To everybody has been wonderful. So um, I'm gonna give you some off the top of my head real quick. Um, mm-hmm. a world that is lost as it's crying in pain. And run away from fear. You got to understand, at the end of the day, God is always near. Without him, this earth wouldn't be possible. So understand, you have the powerful to make your mind intelligent enough and possible and powerful. So who are you really afraid of? Mm. Who are you really afraid of? Either you're afraid of yourself or what somebody else is saying. Stop all the BS and stop all the playing. It is time to grow up. Save yourselves and save the youngsters next to you and save your families. At the end of the day, we all is left. Mm. If we don't save each other now, it won't be no us. It'll be just yesterday and memories of us and what could have mm. been us. Mm. Understand. Remember, God has the plan. But you had the intelligence to make it come true. But in the day, and in my worst, in this rhyme, remember, always remember, continue to be just you. That's in that piece. Mm-mm-mm. Wow, that was powerful. That's a message to all of us, to the whole of society. If we don't stand together... If we don't become one us, there won't be an us. I mean, I felt that. I felt that it tingled all throughout my my bones, my being, because it's the solemn truth. It's what we avoid that we need not avoid. It's what we need to all draw as our conclusion and say, look, we're better together than we could ever be apart. Regardless of the little things, the, the petty idiosyncrasies that we allow to become issues and to create the schism and isms among us, we need each other. And it's only when we pull together, it's only when we unite and form that united front that we can really see all of what a better world should look like. It takes everybody coming together and saying, you know what, we can't do it by ourselves. We can do this as a unit, but we can't do it alone. And I love how you said, you know, it's not – what people are saying against us, 
that's stopping us is what we're thinking about us. It's not the negative press. It's not the negative talk. It's not the stigmas. Those things are irrelevant. It's what we think, what our mind is suggesting to us, and what our mind is saying is true or real about us. What we're meditating about us, that's what's killing us. It's either making us or it's breaking us. I love how you wrote, how you spoke what you stated, because I know it was from your heart. Like you said, it was right from your head. You didn't write it down, but it was necessary. And I'm hoping that everyone tuning in took it and and really feasted on the message, because that message is for right now. If everybody allows the truth of that message to become real in their hearts and souls and minds, we'll see a better day tomorrow. We'll wake up and we'll see a whole lot of changes in our communities. And it always starts on a personal. It starts within the individual. I love that saying by Mahatma Gandhi, be the change you want to see in the world. A lot of times we talk about, I want to see a better world. I want the world to change. How about you change? We are the world. We are the world. So if we change, the world is changing. If we change for the better, the world is changing for the better. One person at a time. You know what? Let me just jump in and say something real quick. Um, I'm going to say this real quick. Mm-hmm. I'll give y'all a very, very powerful example. Take Chicago. Mm. Think about that. Chicago is only the only city acting like an international war zone right about now. Think about it. And our people are being slaughtered on a daily basis. Oh, my God. Like that. And we're yeah. not sitting here doing nothing but talking. Someone's trying to fight, but someone's not doing a lot. And we're getting eliminated mm-hmm. quicker. So think about it. Chicago will be the first city to deliver just Everybody that we know up there. Why? Because we're not really doing to them. Everybody in the community is talking, but nobody's actually pushing. I mean, guns are not going to solve the problem all the time, but it comes to a point of you're not either you're going to make it or break it. I mean, there's a it's a time and place. I mean, if we don't do, we're going to die. That's right. So it's think real. About it. I want you to think about the example Chicago. Because Chicago will be one of the first major cities taking us out real quick, and it's happening now. Mm. So uh, everybody, seriously. mm -hmm. It comes to mind the movie uh, Spike Lee uh, has, which now is playing in theaters, uh, Chirac. Mm -hmm. Right, right. And comparing Chicago to Iraq as far as the body count and the deaths per day. We've got to look at this for what it really is. It's an all-out war in our streets right now. And we better know it. Each and every day, we have to look out, not just for ourselves, but for our neighbors, if you really care. Look out for the children, the elderly, because this thing is bigger than you and me. It's bigger than our communities. This war 
it's been going on before we were even born. Some will call it a race war. Some will call it a class war. I'm just going to call it what it is. It's war. And war ain't pretty. And we got to protect ourselves and our children, our elderly, our families. And like like I said at the beginning of this show, the militia, the NRA, I may not see eye to eye to those with those organizations on all issues, but I do agree with them on this one. It states in the Constitution when the government goes aside from what is law, you have the right. Um, I believe it was the Black Panthers that initiated this, and it is a fact, and it is reality. You have a right. If you are a citizen, and I believe most of us hold that status, if you are a citizen here in the U.S., you have a right to protect by any means necessary. Your family, your life, life, the pursuit of happiness, you have a right to bear arms for that cause. Because your government may go aside from what is right and just. And then that's when the militias are supposed to rise up. They're supposed to establish order when the government does not do what the government has been empowered and authorized to do. Empowered to the people, that whole movement, which the Black Panthers initiated and pushed forward, it was all about the people awakening unto the truth and realizing you have rights. Know your rights. You are not to be treated unjust. You have a right to defend yourself. In every sense of the word defend. And to protect what belongs to you. It's all about knowing your rights, ladies and gentlemen. Don't be afraid. This is not a time to be scared. If you're scared, it's just like it's just like what Harriet Tubman would say. He would she she was the one that look, you wanted to be free or else you died. Because she knew if you were afraid, you would turn coat and everyone else Life was in jeopardy of being taken. And so it is the same with us. You've got to say, I'm not afraid to stand up for what I know is just. And we've got to stand for our rights, ladies and gentlemen. And listen, there's strength in numbers. If we unite together and form a united front, and this is one thing that... um. Ben Carson, Dr. Ben Carson said, which is true, and he was talking about the uh, incident where there was a mass shooting. He said, if all of the, the, the people held hands and said, you can't kill us all, 
And when the shooter began to shoot, if the ones holding hands that got shot fell, but the ones that were still standing all charged in on that shooter, that would have ended that whole shooting rampage because one person cannot kill 20 people at one time. And we got to keep in mind there's strength in numbers. That's the whole truth of the matter. If we come together as a community and stand as a united front, we can win this and end this war. We can end it if we stand up, as Jake said from the beginning, if we stand up. No, he said, if we stand up, not if I stand up and you stand up, meaning we have to unite and stand up. They can't kill all of us. Yes, there's going to be, there's always going to be some that are going to be the fallen. In any war, you're going to have your fallen heroes and sheroes. But the bottom line is, those are the ones that were willing, they counted the cost. They knew they might lose their lives, but they believed in what they were fighting for. So those that still have their lives is for them to say, okay, we're going to honor the dead by finishing this war. We're going to stop this. We're going to end this. And we're going to do it together. So we've got to come together. I think, if anything, the Black Lives Movement is actually saying that. we got to come together because there's strength in numbers. They can't kill us all. If we believe in this, we got to believe in this all the way and unite with each other and say, let's do this. Let's fight this. Let's end this crap because it's been going on far too long. Too many are dead and dying that should still be alive. We've got to end this. We've got to finish this. And it can end and finish on a high note. It doesn't have to be a tragedy. We can turn this thing around. That's all we're saying. We can turn this thing around. Amen. I, yes, I believe we can. You know, but that you, we've got to unify. We can't, you know, as it is, like here in Florida. Mm-hmm. The, the West Indians don't like the Haitians, and they look just like each other. What the heck are you telling mm. me? And then they, in conjunction, don't like black Americans. Are you crazy? Mm-hmm. You oh, my. Like oh, yeah. What is wrong with you people? And see, and the, and the powers that be are sitting back watching this crap. That's all they need to do is do, do all that. that they yeah, got it's like let them finish division. each other off. We don't Divide. even have to. Divide and conquer. No, see, we're divided. And so, therefore, um, being that we're divided, they can uh, use each other, each side, if you please. We're all the same, but, you know, they've separated themselves by um, countries where they come Mm -hmm. from (laughs) instead of, you know, uniting as one, you know, black front. And um, so we're all divided, so they can use, you know, and they do it here in Florida, you know, use one against the other. And they're so silly. They're so silly. 
You know, they just don't understand. You know, they've been dummy doubted. And Haiti, I just look at that. I can't believe that because, you know, mm-hmm. they were first in fight. That's they're right. The ones, they're the ones that got their independence and whooped they, the French's behinds with uh, some sticks and uh, pitchforks and shovels and so forth and so and ran them out of Haiti. And then they... Uh, dominated over each other and in such a way that they never um they never came back up they they just stayed poor broke and dysfunctional and they they sit that way right now they're i think they're going into some type of election mm-hmm. and they're down there killing each other chopping each other it's in. been a constant with a lot of um perils um for haiti i look at even the earthquake a few years back Mm-hmm. Um, and how uh, that really devastated Haiti, and 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 they really haven't fully rebuilt since then. If you really think about it, you know, everybody they, that went down mm-hmm. there took them for a ride. They went down, and um, you know, it was supposed to be so it's many thousands, difficult. Mm-hmm. thousands of houses built, and and when the tally came, it was like maybe a hundred, maybe a hundred had been built. And that's just terrible, you know. And mm-hmm. they're, they're, they just had a, a killing there where um, this man who, you know, was wealthy, more than likely, if he could come up with a hundred grand just like that, and uh, some man he had working for him kidnapped the man's daughter, you know, and uh, held her for ransom, and the ransom was paid, and, and the fools killed the girl. He had been working for the man, you know. I mean, I, I'm just like, my God. We, it's like we've smoked something or something has been put in our food. Something I'll is wrong. I'll just say it's a lot in the food. It's a lot in the land and the air, so much pollution. And I do believe certain toxins do impact on brain functioning, which mm-hmm. does impact on behavior. And I'm just keeping it real. I'm not surprised at anything that I hear on the news. I mean, if we were to really see um, and look from a scientist's perspective mm-hmm. at all of the toxins in our air, in the uh-huh. water, uh-huh. in the earth, I don't think any of us would believe that we're all still walking around with sane mind. Mm-hmm. All of that stuff, all of that um, uh, poison, mm-hmm. it's enough to kill us. That's how come it's we no are. wonder a lot of uh, people are suffering from various respiratory illnesses and things. It's mm-hmm. so much contamination and pollution. And, and this is real. You know, people don't want to touch on it, but I'm going to be honest. With this Clean Air Act, what, what Obama was trying to um, do, you know, mm-hmm. they don't understand. They just getting offended because taxes mm-hmm. involved, but no, it's a necessary, some things are necessary. It's a nec- necessary tax because if we don't start uh, uh, taking matters in our hands now mm-hmm. to make certain that the air is cleaner, mm-hmm. none of us will be able to walk around without wearing masks. Mm-hmm. And there are some places in the world they literally have to wear masks because the gases 
and the toxins are so strong they have killed people. Well, didn't so this is no game. This is no joke. Didn't Malcolm um, say that? Didn't Minister um, um, Farrakhan say the same thing that we, we needed to get um, gas masks and you know and get prepared? And, I believe so. And and he they had told us about buying. Um, I don't I don't know if it was buy, yeah maybe buying land up in um, mm-hmm. Upper New York at farmland. Right. So that we could grow our own food and stuff and whatnot. Oh, I, I said yes. I said the same thing after I started seeing so much crazy stuff going on. I was like telling my cousins, man, we need to we need to turn some earth, man, and start, you know, because we got a few that's only a few miles from the house, you know, mm-hmm. and they can get them vegetables in, you know what I'm saying, and, and store them down at their house, and we can come through, and, and at least we'd be able to eat. And you can you can test the soil as well. You can give it that uh, litmus, litmus test, L-I-T-M-U-S. Mm-hmm. We need to know what's in the ground the even soil. before planting because mm-hmm. it's not good to plant mm-hmm. on all soil. If it's contaminated, what, what comes out of it is going to be contaminated. contaminated. Mm-hmm. So you really need to test that ground. Test the water. They had us doing that. I remember at one time, even in school, they were teaching us, you know, to test the water, even the tap water, test the water, even the spring water. Because from what I'm hearing, uh, there was an incident where the bottled water they found was contaminated with E. coli bacteria. Now, you tell me. That happened in-house in the warehouse, in the factory. Mm-hmm. Someone contaminated it. Mm-hmm. And it was it could have been on purpose, like Solomon Exactly. Solomon I'm Green. like, you know, what kind of world are we living in? You have they some have wicked it. people. Everybody has lost their mind. It appears that's how come. Wicked got people. got bad tempers and they're ready to fly off at the jump of a drop of a hat. You know, there's no, no one has any self-control. It, they're all over the place. They're angry. They're cussing. They're fighting. They're throwing bricks, rattle, rocks, and bottles. And, and we um, can, I tell you, it's just sad because a lot of times it's just a matter of us lacking the will and the drive. If we could just become motivated again and stay driven, we can fix a lot of the issues. We can fix a lot of these things that need fixing. But we got In-house. people. We got people like Mr. Boston. If you know, using the social media, and you mm-hmm. know, and trying to drive these points home to these people, you know, and but you see, there again. And I know I I'm one that's a stickler for it. I will post posts, and I have had people to inbox message me. They wouldn't boldly tell me they like something I posted, but they would inbox message me and say thank you because this information is needful. And see, that's what we have to get. You don't have to go behind the scenes to tell nobody that. That needs to be out front because you know something? To hear it out front, that might that might drop the curtain of fear off of someone. And they, mm-hmm. and they say, well, oh, shoot, she, she, so let me do, you know, let me check it out. You know, and it, and it could start something rolling where now things are becoming uh, affirmed and understandings are being said 
um, you, you know, but to go behind the scenes, still that coward thing, because they don't want nobody, to, they don't want the church folks to know that um, they they like it, you know. That's what that is behind the scenes. And I thing. think, too, sometimes people may be a part of certain secret societies and organizations. They dare not say they like something. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Amen. which the That's organization not. is is you know mm-hmm. against and mm-hmm. So you know, I mean, I'm just asking that people would just think of others as well as yourself. You know, and I think that'll help the world in its efforts of reformation in a in a great way. If we would just think on others' needs and not just our own. You know, right, be going, more community I'm, center. I'm out of here. I'm going mm-hmm. to bed. It is Alrighty. 1.30 going to 2 o'clock <laughs> in the morning. I know Mr. Boston gone. Yes. Yeah, so we're going uh, to end tonight's show. Thank Man. you, everyone, for tuning in. And we'll be back next week. Peace and blessings to everyone. Okay. Peace and blessings. On our own true pride without a warning And then turn and walk away When people can make the world a better
Have a good night, ladies and gentlemen. That was Lynn Collins singing People Make the World a Better Place. And listen, people, it's time for us to change the world. Please return back on next week, same time, same network, TalkShoe.com. Show ID number is 133193. And you are hearing the voice of the host, Fran the Sage Poet. Peace and good health to all. We'll join up again on next week. Good night.